still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brad Vesley's here. Big Dick Toledo's out getting a soda pop. He's a good man. <laughs> and it's cold outside. This is the morning signal. A hearty hello to all of you and a uh, gigantic f- you to the people who are like, I need seasons. Close enough. Yeah, it's cold yeah. out. We got them. We got, we got seasons. Brady's wearing jeans, for yeah, God's sake. Brady sense. is in jeans. He's bundled up like an Eskimo. Can you say that? Can you say that anymore? He's bundled up like a... Inuit. All right. I, yeah, we'll go with uh, that. That's fine. <laughs> By a snow Indian, I think they call him. I don't know what it snow is. Snow guardian? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a snow guardian. Anyway. Yeah, it's freezing. I, I, it's tough to shake it, too. I don't like being... In the 30s. That's when you start going, all right. It's mind over matter, but at a certain point, I just want to be warm. I don't like coats. I grew up here. I don't like grabbing coats. I like a, I like hoodie weather. I like t-shirts. I like. I don't it's like still coats. hoodie. Yeah, but if you you're working outside, yeah, if you're no, outside, no. it's not hoodie. It's no. a coat. It's a coat day. You you know you strapped a jacket on this morning. You got a zipper on. Yeah, you're coating. I'm layered. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't wear underwear because I don't like layers of clothes. I don't like wearing doubles. I've got long underwear yeah. on. Do you? No, it's taking it too far. <laughs> yeah. So seasoned people. You got it. This is it. This is what I need snow. And my- no, you don't. You got an hour. Go to snow. This is horrible. This is one of the, uh, like in a couple of days, will be eh, maybe a week warmer. It'll be 70 here. Yeah. You can still ski up in Flagstaff. Exactly. There's your seasons. You can live close to seasons. Don't you? I don't want them just because you're begging for them. I had a girl tell me that once when she moved here from Buffalo. I can't. I don't want to live here anymore. The winters are. I need to go back to Buffalo. Like, why would you go back to Buffalo ever for anything, especially the winter? What kind of brainwashed prisoner are you that you think Buffalo's winters are something you should walk towards? That's dumb. She wants to sled for nine months. Yeah, give me the option to walk towards the burning 9-11 buildings or live in Buffalo for a winter, and guess what I'm doing? Give me that helmet. (laughs) Walking to Buffalo. I don't want to live in Buffalo in the summertime, let alone its worst. I saw that this weekend. That place looked horrible. There are no good shots of downtown Buffalo. They tried a drone shot down a city, and it just looked like, you know, a ghost town uh, that still has people in it. Like, the buildings looked old and wet and gross. And I didn't even think there was a downtown Buffalo everybody's, for years. Everybody's just thought it was just <laughs> it's the bills, yeah. and then everybody huddled in their igloos. Anyway, uh, so there's your seasons, everybody. Enjoy them. Have fun. I started my day standing out in this thing. My key fob and my Jeep won't work. You hit it and it said, I guess. I don't know. I'm hitting the button and it says, uh, fob not detected. And I hit it again. I'm holding it. What the? And uh hit it again and it's like, uh, use the key fob. It gives you instructions. Like, try that. Try. It's like a, a nagging friend. Hey, why don't you try pumping the brake? Gas it. But it says, use the key fob to start it. I'm like, oh, sometimes that. So I push with the key fob and it just like, it's like, nah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Battery's fine. Everything's good. Just the key fob's like, quit on me. I'm too damn cold. Yeah. And so I had to try to find the other key fob and I have no idea where that is. 
sometimes I leave my keys in the car. For all you who are just interested in stealing a black Jeep, it's always got the keys in it. You can start it anytime you want. I've got insurance. Go nuts. Uh, and uh, and it's in there. Like the other one's in there too. It just won't. It, nothing's registering. So I had to I borrow, beg, borrow, and steal this morning to get here. And I sometimes like that can drain it, drain the battery. There's no battery. The battery's fine. All the gauges are up. It didn't say Not the battery. Not the battery, the car, or the fob, if it's, it's inside the car. I don't know. Certain cars. I, mean, I thought it used to, a couple years ago, like, it'd have a plug-in area. Locks and unlocks the door. The buttons work, so you got me. But it'll it'll probably just, like, it'll, it'll get up to 50 degrees, and it'll probably start right. I don't know. Who knows? T-fobs. You know, I am one of those people that says, there wasn't much wrong with the idea of a key. <laughs> I, I didn't need this whole start it but have it in your pocket thing. I'm, I'm caught more off guard by that than I've ever been. I knew when I used to get in my car to shove a key in it, I needed that. Now you forget sometimes I leave it in the car all the time. I don't need it with me. I don't have to actually use it. It just has to be on my person. I don't know where it is most the of the worst time. thing uh, in really cold weather so you take your key out. It was an older car, and you turn it too hard, breaks the break key off. Break the key, yeah. <laughs> but now we've got. But keys worked. Keys weren't. Something. Oh yeah. We weren't sitting there going these stupid keys. We still have a keychain, and now it's got this big lump on the end of it that makes it hard to put in a pocket. Women can put it in that hobo tissue sack they wander around with, but as men, it's like Jesus. I've got this lump now. I just I, I preferred the old way. The key. I like shoving a key in the neck of that thing and. And you work your way around it. You know, sometimes a person will, you're borrowing a car or whatever. Just wiggle the steering wheel a little bit. That'll turn (laughs) it. That'll get it. But, yeah, I have have a desire to want keys back. This keyless fob situation is silly. Uh, You're getting old, Sean. It's not getting old. Good. Call me old then. I guess I'm old. Give me my keys. I want my goddamn keys. Certain things, technology (laughs) has jumped forward in places we just didn't need it to. The key thing wasn't broken. Nobody was like, you still have to. If What they need to do is, is like make it so you don't need anything. Yeah, that's the next thing they're going to do like is the fob's going to be in your hand. You're fine. And, and basically uh, surgically put I it think, in. I think that's now. the stupidest idea I've ever heard. But what they could do is a <laughs> keypad on the thing. I'm not going to get surgery every couple of years I get a new car. But if they had a keypad on there where you they had a program code, it. you had a coat. All right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're still wanting them to put. Look, don't you read your Bible that you're not yeah, supposed to have. I'm the, not having that key. <laughs> That's like one of the signs, Brady, <laughs> to insert some sort of thing that can be programmed inside oh, your Oh, they body. want to chip it all. You just scan, yeah. scan your hands no, for no, Apple no, iPay. No, nobody, nobody wants that. That's a silly thing. But, yeah, if you had a little keypad in your car, boop, 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 a numbers thing, it starts you right up and it's only for you. Just, yeah. I don't think it's old. I think it's just like, it doesn't work as well for me. I like the old system. I still have to carry something around. They've changed nothing. My valet struggled. The key fob's not working. And I've got to use the key fob. Oh, forget it. And then I ran over a car. So what are you going to do? Maybe it's payback. You need new batteries in it. I guess. I don't know. My, I didn't need batteries in my key. That was for sure. Back in the <laughs> olden days, you know, back when I was a boy, you didn't say, well, my, my key's out of batteries. You just shoved it in there and you went with it. Walked uphill both ways. That's yeah, exactly right. In this cold, ice, snowy yeah. weather, Brett, it I was, was terrible. Whipped to sleep. Look, we're 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 slaves to the idea that young people make us feel old early for saying, you know, that wasn't. This isn't a better idea. There's loads of stuff that technology's done. I'm like, this isn't a better idea. We don't. Need, we need filters. Who filters for 
or the, the broads online oh, and stuff wow. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, something we didn't need to. Depending Water, on who you ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like filters. It keeps the air cool. Uh, the, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, but if you ask a girl who's relatively ugly, that's great technology. Well, yeah. But I mean, For men trying to get laid, it's yeah, kind of a... that's what I'm saying. It's a magic show. Look at it from our point of view. Yeah. You, you don't want the magician's assistant to, to be on, on the screen, and then she shows up and she's a troll. Who is that? Yeah. What happened to that Sorry, beautiful Mrs. Copperfield? What happened to that beautiful young lady uh, that was on my screen, and then the lady, the old lady from The Shining, getting out of the tub is on my door. <laughs> no, you photos I took of myself. Ah! <laughs> you still want to do it though? I want to see what it looks. I mean, I still want to bang you because I'm. Can imagining- you filter that too, I mean, please? I'm imagining the the filter on the on the thing down south. Ugh, I should have known it. She was from Leisure World. I just yeah. didn't put the two and two together. It's going to take me a little while. The shuttle from my home is uh, running 15 behind. Huh? All right. You're a gorgeous young lady. I've seen you on the internet. How old are you? Oh, I'm 104. Mummy dust. <laughs> she shows Thanks, up Pelosi. with keys to her car. She's going on a date. That's fine. you got keys and you're on. You're in with me. <laughs> Keys and no kids? Forget it. You're a dream come true for Johnny's 70, future. That 79 town oh, car pulls up to your house. <laughs> Just a waist belt. Even if, and she probably won't even allow me to wear it. Seat belts kill more people than they make them live. I'm like, all right, 70s lady, let's do this. It wrinkles my shirts. Okay, let's just float around this bench seat then. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the key fob. I have never been. I had a friend of mine say that to me years ago, and he goes, you know, this key fob thing. doesn't make much sense. I think it's like, uh, you like this technology to make you think you got something special, and it's really just sort of a parlor trick. Because eventually you have to add keys to it, not right. to the car, but everything right. else. And that thing's keys. bigger than the old thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't a I wasn't a non fan of the key. Just doesn't seem like it was a better thing. What are you going to do? Like I I don't think the I don't think that the process of Netflix and stuff is better than the old way. I think having all these options is better, but I don't think the process of getting my TV that way is better. I was a flipper. I'm a flipper. Yeah. So this is for the world of flippers. The technology of of streaming TV is no good. You're locked down on one thing, and then you have to go to a giant menu and pick like program your network. And I'm like, where TV channels don't exist. You have to. Who's watching, John or Megan? Click. Okay. Yep. Here's your 5,000. Th- okay, I don't want to do this. I just want you to tell me what's on. You changed the password. Yeah. yeah the- <laughs> Not loading. Try again. <laughs> Are you signing up? No, I'm, I've am i been a member. Oh, God. Go to a laptop. HBO.com slash sign in now. Oh, God damn it. I used to turn the TV on and there was TV. Where's my keys? I don't want to check out the game. Exit, <laughs> right, exit, right, exit. Right. Oh man! Yeah, I don't see that being a technology that's advanced. I think I, I think it's advanced technology with a really clumsy way to get in. I don't like it. They got to come up with a way like Directv had, where you just put all your apps Menu. into one thing and yes. it just then just screws through. Yeah. Well, now I got it on my TV. It's just a thing on the bottom. Those, yeah, that's a Samsung. Yeah, rolling Samsung, thing, yeah. and you're like, all right. And they're in no particular order that no. I remember. You still got to get out of one, kill the right. other. Yeah, it's not turning. Ch- I'm a flipper. This is a the future is bad for flippers because I used to just sit and flip constantly. I, I, there was a there was a period of about four years. I don't think I finished one television show. I watched. I, I like sat and just put the remote down. If there was a break or something, I'd flip to something else real quick. Commercials were gone. 
I don't think I saw a commercial for 10 years. Flip. I was good at it. I could flip away from the show I was watching, watch another show, get back before the commercials, like right when they were ending. Like I knew the breaks. It was a. I don't have that relationship with television anymore. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I want my keys back. It's like getting out of prison. I want my goddamn keys. I want my wallet. And I want my TV back to the old way. I like the old a good way. universal remote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that, there's a commercial out right now where they're trying to do something on the thing, and the guy just goes, basic cable was better. <laughs> and he's like, this was this is a pain in the ass. Well, that was a good part. You flip through, and it's like, oh, casino's on. It's only halfway through, but exactly. I'm, I'm stuck here now. You would find yes. gems. Yeah. You don't have that. It's like the it's like life shuffle yeah. on TV. You would shuffle yourself by hitting that up button, and it's like, what's next? What's next? What's Casino! Ah, this is the part where Pesci gets blown by Sharon Stone. This is when it really gets good. Yeah. And now they give you that option. If it is on, you can go, you want to start from the beginning? Yeah. Okay. No. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I like kind of discovering the middle. Like, oh, boy. Because I know Casino top to bottom. So I can start watching at any point. I don't need to. If I do catch the beginning, it's like, all right. And then I watch most of it, and then I'll catch the last part. Yeah, it's a thing. Netflix emailed me this morning and said, out of nowhere. I got an alert. Netflix. And I think it's because they're doing Oscar picks today. I think the nominations are coming out, I think, today. And it said, uh, but it was TV. It was a TV question. What? Who on TV, past, present, future, would you switch lives with? And I'm driving in after my little, you know, key fob thing. I'm like, geez, that's been on my brain. I don't, I'm trying to. What character what on character TV? character on television would you switch lives with? What would you come up with? Well, I knew I thought of you guys first. I don't know what I was coming up with, but I thought you obviously you would be Tony Soprano. <laughs> Brady would be, uh, you know, that Carnival Eats guy. <laughs> He's Adam, not on. There? You, you, you do the reruns. He's not on Netflix. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be on Netflix. Oh, just TV. Just yeah, neither was you know. Carnival Eats. You, that you, guy you, bothers me. He's annoying. That's why he's a horrible person. Trump on summer for Toledo. Uh, yeah, he was Boo Radley from To Kill a Mockingbird, but that's not a TV show so much. It's just the guy standing behind the door. Uh, he's he's Colin Robinson from, he's the energy vampire. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of, like, it was a great question because then I just rattled off a million people on TV that I would switch with. Like, I thought Magnum P.I., right? Yeah. But then he's got so much work to do. How about the Hoff and Baywatch? Ooh. Got nothing but ass rolling by you. But he never long. got the ass. He always banged that. He took the high road. lady. Yeah. Occasionally there'd be maybe a, one floating through. You might town. be onto something with the Baywatch thing. David Chokichi. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he might be one because he he got to nail Pam Anderson and then switched out because he started the show. He was nailing that Yasmin Bleeth. Back when she was hot. Yeah, you know who I might switch with, but I don't know if this means just on the show or. You know, all encompassing Mark Paul Gossler from Saved by the Bell because he got to have sex with all of the girls on. That's really all I care about as far as my characters. Did he get a lot of ass? Sam Malone. Yeah. You go back and you look and he had bad taste, but Sam Malone. And Jerry Seinfeld. That show was all about him having sex with someone new every week. That's a good one. Seinfeld would be fun. I think my second choice would be uh, Sonny Crockett, Miami Vice. Wow. Roll around the Ferrari, banging broads all the time. They're just doing so much. (laughs) I like a guy who's got very little to do. Magnum did some plowing. Yeah, but he worked so hard. Those The private investigation. He didn't have the dough. And then a couple episodes. I'm going to go Jonathan Hart 
He had a pretty good. Oh, that's, that's not bad. That's yeah, but he was a. But he was stuck with. He, he was stuck with, with that one broad. Yeah. yeah, but let it's, me tell you. Hey, Brady, when we're fantasizing, we, when we're <laughs> when we're fantasizing, we're not married. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's our reality. That's our miserable, hideous reality. A fantasy is not a wife. Ugh. Well, Tony Soprano was married, but he banged everybody right. anyway. So, was you know, he married? Okay. Yeah. He just technically had to look married. Right. Right, Tony Soprano is like that's he's our fantasy. It's like oh yeah, power, you know, and he banks some hot broads. Yeah, way out of his way league. out of his league, but his power brought him that. Brady's fantasy is to get married to <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> Power. Look, she's gone. We know, we know your your butler thinks she's pretty, so you got one guy going. I overachieved. Heart to heart is the first person. There. Jonathan Hart. See, Netflix is on to something here. I don't know. Switching switching with somebody would be... Brett and I are on. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You're over there. You've got... Uh, oh, who goes to most recitals? <laughs> that would be Michael Gross from Family Ties. Three kids, a nice wife, a job at the PBS station. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to fantasize like Brady. He's, this guy's going with tra- Jack Tripper because he had lots of he had lots of chicks too. Tripper lived a life of frustration. He never boned any of the women in his house. Well, well not they, those two. Yeah, but he had some good ones. But his that having Suzanne Summers in her prime, yeah. in a nighty every night, and it's hands off. Uh, Jack Tripper spent the majority of the time off he screen had a lot of jerking balls. off. Yeah, he was jerking off a lot. <laughs> And they'd tease him, and she'd run up, Jacko, and she's in her 90 all the time. And he had to act like a twink all the time and for he the had ropers. To, he had to be a homo, because back in the 70s, you weren't allowed to live in a... I, that's still, that premise doesn't make sense to me at all. <laughs> he can't live with two girls and pay the rent unless you're a homosexual, because it was morally corrupt to live with two women, according to the landlord, but not morally corrupt to be a twink. I mean, he wouldn't allow that guy in at all. If, if his rules were so firm, Mr. Roper's rules were so firm that you can't have some guy living with girls, he's certainly not going to let a twink bounce around his complex. It's true. And then, and then when they left, the new landlord came in, had the exact same philosophy. He's a twink, right? Because <laughs> I won't morally stand for him living with two ladies. I'll let him do chocolate LeBaron all night long, ah. but he's not doing it with those girls. Tripper's not bad, though. He did get a lot, but it's a tough one. That's a man. That's a good question. Though. Yeah, it gets you thinking over the years. Like, and then you know, I hated the show, but that Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Yeah, he never had a job. He or anything. never did anything. Nice apartment. Lived in a great spot in New York. He pulled a ton of ass. Hmm. Yeah. Brady's. Uh, Brady just wrote down uh, uh, what was the uh, dad on the Waltons. I'm like, no, that's not a fantasy. That's. <laughs> John, John Walton. I would switch with the Michael Landon from uh, Little House on the Prairie. What a wonderful family. That guy slayed it on the planes. <laughs> Brady's fantasy included a marriage. Yeah. How about um, Dick Van Patten, Eight is Enough? <laughs> yeah, more That's kids. That's what we need. Oh. A bunch of adopted, a bunch of stepkids. That's what we're after. Mike, all his, Mike Brady. I was just going to go there, yeah. yeah. Mike Brady. Look like a real stable environment with a nice wife. Loyalty abounds. Ugh. Fantasy and you bring a wife home. Sand to the fantasy, my friend. Sand to the fantasy. <laughs> Jonathan Hart. <laughs> and she wasn't looking. <laughs> He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's good looking. 
fantasy for every man to put a ring on that and settle down. <laughs> I like the idea of having a butler and being wealthy. Yeah, the lifestyle was okay. You know who was a great one? Well, no, he kind of got hitched in that, too. It was the uh, dad from Silver Spoons. Because he inherited all that toy money from Eddie's Toys. He never really worked. And he was hosing Aaron Gray in her prime and then had a few side-to-siders on that deal. Pretty good. So, oh, here's Brady's fantasy is happening right here in the room. This is my boss, Jonathan Hunt. Hi. So big millionaire. How you doing? This is quite I'm, a guy. I'm quite a guy, he says. Ooh, fantasy Robert so, Wagner. This is Mrs. A. My wife's gorgeous. <laughs> what a terrific lady. We gave you a chance. That is a fantasy. We gave you a chance to be anyone you wanted to be, and you picked a four-season run of a dude who's married. My next one is McMillan and wife. No man <laughs> fantasizes about a new wife. In fact, they only fantasize about Brian Walsh type stuff. Like, how, if, if I came home and she was dead, would people think I was? How about MacGyver? Uh, he too much work. That dude was into too much. And he, you know, I don't know that he ever got laid, did he? MacGyver was just always turning shoelaces into rope bridges. And I thought there was always a chick. Eh, probably, but he, uh, he was. Uh, probably even had. though he's a horrible person, Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men. He slayed. Strong. Yeah, that's Strong a good one. choice. There's a Plus great choice. In Malibu on the beach. Yeah, and he was loaded. Right. Great choice. Excellent choice. That's a top five right yeah, there in everybody, except Brady's and everybody's fantasy. How about, um, Father, Didn't he get married? Did he have a steady Father gal? Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Father Murphy. Is he a steady gal? Is there at all? <laughs> Father Murphy's a solid. We need a nice friend in Victor French. And... <laughs> he used to play for the Rams. Michael Knight from Knight Rider. Pulled ladies, had a sweet card, killed yeah. dudes. But did he did a lot of, lot of work, though, too. Fighting. I just like so much fighting, you know? Here comes Toledo. Let's see what he's A lot of fighting. Oh, Jack Donahue from uh, 30 Rock. That's Alec Baldwin. It's hard to imagine wanting to be Alec Baldwin now. Toledo, what's yours? Switch with any. See Netflix, what you did to me this morning? It caused this. I knew you'd pick Tony Soprano. Oh, That's yeah. so easy. Yeah, heart, man, heartbeat. Brady uh, picked a married man. Yeah, I know. I heard. <laughs> Such a what a horrible fantasy. Well, we, we quizzed Brady a while ago about fantasizing, and he says he fantasizes about his wife. And I'm, what kind of fantasy is that? She's right there. She's listening. You don't have to fantasize about the person next to you. You have to wake her. That's it. And then when she says, I'm not interested, do you go find the, you know, the stepmom porn. They fantasize about that. Andy you don't have Griffith. one either? Andy Grip, he did have some. <laughs> oh yeah, he went on a lot of dates. I don't know, but you're living with your mom. That was Aunt B. That was his aunt. The same thing. It don't matter. Some old broad lives with him. He did. It was it a did different the, time. She treated him his, like uh, that. It was a different time. Andy, he'd go to Mount Pilot if he wanted to. Really. He went hosed in Mount Pilot. He had a hot girl. Uh, I forgot her name just off. Like, Cindy Lou was M- uh, Emma Sue or something, something like that. But it, Cindy Lou was Barney's gal. Mary Lou. Might have been that. Might have been something like that. She Kramer from Seinfeld. Kramer laid everything. The Fall Guy. Yeah. Jerry. That could be Jerry. Fall Guy's pretty good. Jerry it is, but... way through stuff. Jerry did it. Jerry yeah. was great. Jerry hosed. Every every episode I watched, like, Jesus, I forgot. Uh, the, show, the whole show has a, has a... Gets credit for being highbrow and smart and all that. All it is is about sex and beating off. Yep. And, and the whole thing is... Are you master of your domain? Filthy blue comedy. 
all about sex, the whole show. And, they, and he gets all the credit for being, well, we never went, you know, dropped lowbrow. That's all that show is, dirty sex talk. Love it. I always had a thing for Pam Dauber, too, but being be more from work would be a little... He never like, got to bang her until the end, and then they got married. married. Yeah. And, so what's wrong then with you, Then you, you have a Jonathan Winters, too. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, yeah, you oh, got yeah. a fat baby, <laughs> an 80-year-old baby. <laughs> Mirth. The two of you just went right. Well, he married her, didn't he? He made her an honest they finally lady. finally settled down. They finally settled down. It's quite a fantasy. How about the Fonz? Nanu, nanu. Oh, Fonzie. Yeah. Great one. Except yeah. for your poor. Yeah, but you don't have a job. You're still in, scoring ass. You're living above the garage. Yeah, you got the Cunninghams downstairs paying your bills. Look. Everyone picking up your Jumping tab. Sharks Fonz never paid. Yeah. Yeah. Fonzie never paid, but Jumping Fonzie sharks. never collected either. Fonzie was a deadbeat. Working on a bike. Every, I, that's a dream job. I've never me. understood the Fonzie attraction because Fonzie, like, if, if anybody's like, oh, I'm cool, and he wanders over to Arnold's, and then these hey. high school or college girls or whatever, they were like, cool, come back over. I live in, a, in the attic of his family <laughs> in Milwaukee. Like, oh, you're not doing well at all. Uh, it's the same thing as the doctor that rolled up in Roadhouse and went into the top of that barn with Patrick Swayze. She would have turned right around. You live in the top of a barn? I sure do. <laughs> I'm going home. This is a loser. Quincy got some poon. Oh, yeah. Quincy. Again, so much work. And that's true. Uh, Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Barney was he solid. Slayed. Barney was he a slayed. killer. Yeah, that's and made money. Yeah, Barney was a good one. And he was funny. Charles in charge. God damn it. Just, you know, if I was Charles in charge, I'd have gotten in trouble for peeping. Oh, yeah. Nicole Eggert, and I'm 18 and she's 13. I'm in, I'm drilling holes in walls. Vinny Chase from Entourage. I had to be part of Entourage. I hated his friends. <laughs> yeah, tough. It's a, it's a, it's a weird question that everybody's got an answer to uh, that's acceptable, uh, except one guy. <laughs> Brian said, uh, surprised Brady didn't pick Ward Cleaver. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got Fantasia that guy over had here. Steady Poon. Yeah. Yeah. He put his wizard's hat on and his thing. Woo woo, bring me a decent wife. What the hell kind of fantasy is this? Bo and Luke Duke. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did they score a lot? Yeah, they did. I think so. Yeah. They sound like Beavis now. I think they just had incestuous thoughts a lot about their cousin. I would, too, I actually, would too. back in the day. Right. Back, I'm sorry, well, look, but... I'm from Alabama. She's in play. <laughs> Georgia, wherever the hell they were. Face from the A-team, somebody says. Yeah, that guy had some ass. Yeah, I did. Who the hell would choose Al Bundy? That's <laughs> Brady. You're a shoe salesman. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in a loving marriage. <laughs> Thomas Magnum. Big. I pick Magnum, but again, Magnum's just loaded with work and peril. Magnum's week to week was just always like similar to Fonz. He's oh. he was kind of a loser too. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have any money. Brady missed the boat. How did he not pick the Reverend Eric Camden from Seventh Heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Seventh Heaven. <laughs> yeah. Did that guy molest children eventually? Isn't he in yeah. trouble for that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are the worst fantasy writer. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons with you because you just take your character over to get a meal in a movie. <laughs> I don't want to do all this clubbing, so uh, 10 eel earth points, and I'm going to go see the new Top Gun. I'll take the dinner, the battle axe, <laughs> and uh, a drink. Can't we all just take a break for some womp rat stew or something? How about either of the Hasselhoffs, Baywatch or Knight Rider? Yeah, we talked about that. I'd go Baywatch. Baywatch Hasselhoff is better than Knight Because you're, you're sitting on a beach most of the time, so that's kind of cool, but... Night Rider, I mean, you got a cool car, but you're you're working all the time. You're king of the beach. Fate yeah. will never end. Uh, Uncle Jesse in Full House. Oh, good one there. That's a solid That's one. That's a nice pull. 
But then he had kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, he, had to live in it. and he was also kind of a deadbeat Fonzie, living with a friend of his. He couldn't afford his own place. At first, I think he, didn't he, at the end, he had something going on oh, with his right. career or something? The other one, the Coulier lived in the basement. Yeah. That's right. Two and yeah. a half men. Yeah, we had that one. No. The, the twins and uh, the, the teenage girls, and you got to... Too many kids. Yeah, I'm out on the full house. Yeah, I'm out on the full house. Seemed like a good idea to, a second ago, but I'd rather have Brady's fantasy of... Where would you like to have dinner or just want to stay in tonight? Come on, Brady's favorite sitcom, <laughs> Triple D. He'd want to be Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, we mentioned that he would be the Carnival Eats guy, but even Brady hates that Canadian knob. Bosom buddies, John? Either or? you got to dress like you got to be a transvestite just to live in a place. I mean, those guys had to dress up like Hildy and Gertrude or whatever and play pretend. That, and the one thing that Bosom Buddies had was they were surrounded by, boy, did the 80s not respect women's brains. How about Remington Steel? Yeah, hold on. They gave these two dudes, Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari, just a dress and a wig and said, don't worry, women are too stupid to know you're not a woman. And you can live amongst these hot broads and they'll buy it. Nothing about those two look like women. So accurate. Yeah. And the women, it is accurate. And the ladies are like, we're dumb as stumps. You can live in the all-woman's house. We're pretty sure you're women. I mean, who else would dress like this? Toledo, how do you not choose to be Gary Coleman from Different Strokes? You just want to have a father. <laughs> <laughs> or Webster. Or Webster. Any adopted kid at all. I would. I just thought of this. I'd trade places with Chris Burke from Life Goes On. I would be oh, Corky, <laughs> just for a day. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good John, one. Can I go cartoon? Sure. Try my hand at He Man. Wow, oh, gee, did, did he get laid though? I think. I think you'd be surprised at what He Man's weekends <laughs> were like. Yeah, I think his weekends were John a little boring. Uh, oh, you think he's he had, LeBaron? There was a lot of times when He Man washed feces off his fingers. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing you. He-Man, with that page boy haircut, was in there going, Sorry about the filth. I thought the Metamucil had gone all the way through. <laughs> He-Man, my penis is covered in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, Skeletor. Fridays are rough. You were just so aggressive. Anyway. Besides the STDs, would you go for any of the four morons from Jersey Shore? Ugh, no. <laughs> I'd have to be one of them. I, I couldn't Did look at the mirror. J Wow and Snooky. I, I was at the uh, Vegas airport and I was in the American Express Centurion Lounge, Jalice, and uh, inside of that was uh, Paulie D. And people, I mean, I sat across, like I was probably eight or nine feet from him. I did it, and everyone that noticed and recognized him did it. They walked by and went, "Hey, there's Paulie D." <laughs> and then, like, it always was followed with a laugh or like, "What a knob!" And he was DJing for like eighty grand. At, Cosmo. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, 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 exactly. But we all thought he was an idiot. Right, yeah, so yeah. even despite all that, you looked at him with that stupid hair, and it was all jacked up there at the airport. So he wasn't being annoying at any... He wasn't being Pauly D. But and everybody go by and go, Pauly D. Ugh. Like, everybody had a noise they made after they... Hey, there's that guy from Jersey Shore. <laughs> Loser. But he's rolling in dough. He's just got to look in the mirror every morning and realize I'm Pauly D. Did Monroe from Too Close for Comfort get in the ass, or was he just a beard? <laughs> he was a twink. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, this is the best. Mr. Rush gave him, um, it was found out he was a virgin in one episode, Monroe. And he's like, well, what would you like to do? And he's trying to get him to lose his virgin. I just want, him, I just want a steady girl, Mr. Rush. So his daughter takes him out. And she's the blonde gonna, or the brunette? The blonde, oh, the nice. good okay. one. Yeah. 
was good. Yeah, uh, Lydia Cornell. She was going to take him on a date and take his virginity. And Ted Knight was losing his mind. <laughs> and nobody was screaming from the audience, he's gay. <laughs> Just want to take you out this weekend. I'll have sex with you, Monroe. What? <laughs> that was a whole episode. <laughs> but that was, uh, you found out Monroe's a virgin. He's like 26. Hanging around those hot chicks at the basement of the Too Close for Comfort house with Cosmic Cow. Larry from Three's Company. That dude, he always got turned down. Larry though. Dallas was, was a, a player. What Larry Dallas did was swing at every pitch. Yeah, well, he did. <laughs> Larry Dallas, he, he got struck it. out quite oh, a bit, he, though. He missed on a lot, but Larry, he always had to run he downstairs. He always had girls for Jack. Yeah, well, because she won't go unless you go, Jack. Yeah. I mean, it was like he, he couldn't get laid at all without help or knocking on the door going, I got a girl upstairs. I don't know what to do. It, yeah. He, and then Lana. Yeah, Three's company keeps coming up, and those two guys were kind of... They're down to that Regal Beagle taking their swings. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting question, nonetheless. Netflix asks, and I have to respond, what character would you switch places with? Brady? Of course, Jonathan Hart, the obvious one. <laughs> From Hart to Hart. The single worst fantasy day. ever. She's gorgeous. Single God. worst <laughs> fantasy ever. <laughs> You might as well have just... What TV show is there a woman in a wheelchair? You might as well have just... I would have cared for a woman. That's the only difference. <laughs> I would have been a caretaker for that lady. So did you make your decision? Who you, who'd you finalize yeah, on? I, I, I don't... I think Sam Malone. I think yeah, Sam Malone from Cheers. Solid. I think that would be it. Except for he ended up in a relationship. And that... Like, if I have to relive his whole life, Diane. Well, he got Kirstie Alley when she was hot. He did nail her a lot. Tried to put a baby in her, yeah. though. Like, that was when the show was going on. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's good. But <laughs> I mean, she's no Stephanie Powers, but. Sam had a pension for, like, a relationship. If you're fantasizing, the last thing you want is somebody coming home. You want a bachelor pad. That's why Tony Soprano's great. Go out, do what you want to do. You come home, you got dinner cooked, everything. Umar, great how about so Italian. God, how about Hawkeye? Italian. It's a beautiful thing. Man. Hawkeye, I'm in war, for God's sake. <laughs> right. What's wrong with it? I got to perform. Sir. What? Uh, what is wrong with your fantasy, Gene? He was having fun. In Korea. He was having fun. <laughs> I'm going to go masturbate to Margaret in the shower because there's only a girl here. Incoming wounded. This is a great fantasy, Brady. Let's do some operations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye's on the list. <laughs> Sharing a room that's with second Jesus. Wind that's, that's, that's my second. Just behind uh, Ironsides. <laughs> <laughs> or Jake and the Fat Man, and I'm the bad one. Did Hardcastle McCormick race course? <laughs> Hawkeye. Hardcastle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm Airwolf. I want to be Ernest Borgnine. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> Brothers from Riptide. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. My Chris Burke thing was a joke, but I think you might have thought, hey, that's not bad. He's happy. He's got a steady family. There's The sun is always shining. That's a person to ask. Chris Burke. Who'd you switch with? He'd say anybody. Anyone else. <laughs> He'd say Hawkeye's a good idea. You mean him, I could be in the military? Yeah, you could do anything you want. Oh boy, Jonathan Hart. Yeah, all right, that's another person like uh, you uh, thought the same thing. Another Downsy. Pick Jonathan Hart. <laughs> Jonathan Hart. <laughs> the only two real good pipins were Jonathan Hart and Hawkeye, which is just the opposite of fantasizing. 
Anyway, well, good luck to all of you. Ladies, I'd like to hear from you, too. I wonder what their fantasies were. Like, their fantasy would probably be Jennifer Hart. Like, that's a woman fantasy, what you've got. It's the stable, wealthy, taken care of thing. Brady wants to be the good doctor, John. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's a doctor. He gets laid. He got some tail. He's in a marriage now. I don't know how that worked out. Anyway, that's going to rage in my brain all day. But I think Sam Malone's my choice. Sam Malone right. or Jerry Seinfeld? Jerry. Jack Bauer from 24? No way. So much work. <laughs> Quagmire from Family Guy? Yeah, he's a solid kill. Giggity. Captain Kirk. Alien Puss. Tiberius Pretty Kirk. excellent shot there. Yeah, Captain Kirk's a pretty good one. And different colors and planets and... Adventures. That's a good one, yeah. I like Captain Kirk. He's the, there's a lot of work. The Bachelor of the Skies. Yeah, you could... You could skimp on the work. Nobody's going to come bother you. You're the boss. You fly that thing wherever you want to go. I just avoid all the wars. I avoid all the Klingons and stuff. I'm flying to planets where there's puss. <laughs> I remember puss planet. Let's go there. But, Captain, we're supposed to fight a war. Why would we do that when there's puss planet? John, didn't Monroe get raped by a woman in one episode? I think there was a... He didn't want it. I know that. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rush... Monroe, that's called sex with a woman. Ew! <laughs> a very special too close for comfort. John, I for one would choose the in-studio hard, or the in-season hard knocks. Switch places with the beard. <laughs> ah! All right, knowing what we know, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, look at the ass. And yeah. You got a money. Job, I don't have to work. They should continue it to Thailand. Yeah, hard oh, knocks in Thailand. Just have Liv Schreiber following him around. Forget the rest of the team. Just We went to Thailand to see what Kingsbury was up to next. Hey, isn't the show over? As long as she's here, it never ends. Bruce Willis and Moonlighting. Yeah, he pulled a lot, and he was fun. But then he went after that old lady. Lorenzo Lamas from Falcon Crest? I didn't watch. <laughs> I'm familiar with it, but come on. About Larry Hagman from uh, I Dream of Genie. Oh, Or Dallas. It's a good kill. Oh, or Dallas. He gets shot. Uh, I Dream of Genie. I Dream of Genie. Larry Hagman, I Dream of Genie. Just to stay in that house with her. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have put up as big a fight to bang that genie as he did. No. It took him years to finally uh, knock that stiff. Bull from Night Court. Bull from Night Court was pretty fun. <laughs> Night Court's back. Bull's not on it. Uh, it's 623. Let's get a wake-up song while we all fantasize our special, special ways with our... Judge Judy! With our special, oh, special friends. We got one woman. <laughs> John, my wife says Kate Beckett from Castle. I, I oh, she likes Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm familiar with that. She's show. very pretty, too, the girl on that show. So that lady's fantasizing about how she could look better. Oh, uh-oh. My guess. <laughs> I'm taking a shot. I don't know about your wife, but I'm guessing if she's wanting to be that lady, she's... Johnny wants- Fever? Johnny Fever was a 70s radio loser. That's yeah. how, how, different, how, how different is it? Radio like, station. Like, yeah, how, how, it's basically like wanting to be Bob Kemp. <laughs> You're an AM radio host in Cincinnati. A, I got to live in Cincinnati. Ooh, B, yeah. I'm working at a cheap radio station. Other than this, the location, I've lived it. It's not that great. <laughs> Oscar Madison, John? He scored a lot of ass. And they had to live with that twink, though. <laughs> Yeah, this will never end. This will never end. Give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil! 
sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. This segment brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Wintertime's coming. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. And you snowboarders and skiers know that. But now it's time to get that gear ready to go. It's been sitting long enough. So go into Action Ride Shop, mention KUPD, save $10 off your full tune-up, which includes base grind, edges sharpened, and hot wax. And if the snow's not your thing, mountain bikers, they got you covered there too. Full line of bikes including Pivot, Santa Cruz, Rocky Mountain, that's just to name a few, plus all the accessories. And of course, as you know, they have the best wrenches in town so they're going to get you dialed in for snow or the trails actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go or just go visit the boys over there on gilbert road and southern good morning everybody hello there welcome to tuesday it is the morning sickness my name's john there's brady there's brett big dick toledo we're off and running let's do this thing today shall we i believe we should i'm uh, hoping everyone has a lovely morning a little rainy in certain spots you get up and you're gonna have some you just washed your car you're gonna be annoyed if you didn't well, perfect. Now you can wash it tomorrow. It's going to rain a little bit. Weird spots. Rained on me yesterday for about two seconds. Reminded me of being in the Midwest. Coming back from uh, Tactical Black. I'm on the 51 and just deluge. And then right back into the sun. It was like two seconds. It was all right. Just enough to screw the car up. Just enough yeah. to get that beautiful, uh, you know, amazing detail work I just had done. Just screwed up enough. But I walked out. After I got my car detailed, I walked out two days later. We got a little rain, but it didn't do any damage. It didn't look bad. And I walked out, and uh, evidently a pterodactyl had flown over my house and just unloaded oh. on the hood of my car. It was drag- the gigantic, worst. Huge turd on the front of my car. So We got a little spritzing yesterday. Yeah, a little bit. Not much. It's all right. Uh, I am excited because the first story I read today was a... Uh, I just opened my phone. Somebody sent me something and said, this is for us. Another a like-minded individual. Brett, you'll like this. Brady, maybe right. not so much. But Brady, all you've, you've aged into this. You could actually do this. They're they're starting a uh, child free adults only living suburb centers, meaning you can't have kids, but you don't have to be fifty five and older. Retirement nice. communities have Before that. Before the fifty five, no right. kids. Moving. But the thing about retirement, they can visit. Nobody thinks about retirement communities because there's kids all over them. Because grandkids show up, and grandkids end up sometimes uh, live with their grandparents at those things. I know in two occasions where uh, a guy lived with his kid and his mom at her retirement home because he got divorced and booted. So they they have no policy that says you can't. These are uh, normal people, not retirees over the age of 55 or, you know, senior living, where you just have a neighborhood with, you know, public amenities and everything else. The lady was mainly complaining. She goes, we have a public pool with, you know, this gigantic thing we pay every month. And every time I go there, there's kids in it. Screaming and yelling in the lap pool. They got their own, and the kids have their own pool, but the, and the parents aren't anywhere. They just dump them off. And everything else. She goes, so I'm working on it, and she, it got traction. Instead of people going, "Oh, you just don't like kids," she's like, "No." She goes, "Enough people filed in and signed up and said, let's let's see if we can make our neighborhood child free." Where is this? It's in England right now. Oh, damn it! But if we start talking about how wonderful that can be, we can still discriminate against them. Like it's our it's it's our God given right, evidently, as human beings, to want to find someone to discriminate against. We've been doing it since the beginning of man. We pick a group and we discriminate. Kids, we can discriminate against. They they have no rights. It's fantastic. But what you didn't know is the place in England's called Barren Woods. Good home development. <laughs> Fine. That's my favorite type of woman. The barren one. Can we broadcast from England? I mean, yeah, we need to move and amazing. have, you know what, in this modern age. You'll last about to, four days. In child-free zone? No, in England. 
uh, I would last for, you could move me to Bhopal, India if it was child free. <laughs> I'd never want to come back, Brady. That's a tall order. Yeah, no, you could move me to the worst parts of Africa. We do not have children. Okay. <laughs> also, no food, but I'll take it. I'll, I'll forage for food before I live in a neighborhood riddled with kids. What a great thing. I mean, oh. And then, so, uh, that uh, kind of trickled down over into, well, why not uh, restaurants? I love oh. There's that one place oh. that opened up. Where? Uh, I think it's in New York. Damn it. No kids. No kids. Yep. None. The, I love it. The one guy, uh, It was one was a no kids, and the other was uh, check your phone at the Cool with that. Place. That's fine, too. I would do that. Uh, but I am, we are a strong, quiet group of people who did did right by the environment. Environmentalists, I call us, Brett. We're environmentalists. We didn't add to the problem. We were responsible not to make more people. And we, we want our own sanctuary. We want our own place. It is interesting because... I, I think majority of the bars are still that way, but now they made more family-friendly yeah, they, stuff. Not necessarily when bars are fun. Yeah, but you go taverns and, and yeah, you're Gilbert. There's no place are. in the world for you in Gilbert that's going to say no kids. That you yeah. go to the bars in Gilbert, every restaurant in Gilbert, all the good restaurants down in Phoenix are like, oh, this is a cool place. And Gilbert is just a family adventure. It's what Gilbert is. You couldn't do it in Gilbert, but that's the point. Like that's why I'd never live in Gilbert. It's a Freaking kid festival everywhere you look. What about the undertow? Do they allow kids in the place undertow? Like that? Yeah. I don't think so. There's I think one. It's, I think There's it's one, one of those places. It's it's normally like you know you can have kids there till nine or something right. like that, and then. But what if you, you know. don't want to drink? What if you're not out for a night of boozing? You want a nice dinner? You want a you know steak yeah. forty four? No kid night at steak forty four. I don't know why anybody takes their kids to steak forty four anyway. They don't appreciate it. Yeah. Too much money for a kid to order the side of mac and cheese for $31. Knock it off. Take your kid to an Applebee's. That's that's their palate level. They don't need to be exposed to this. Imagine what they're going to do on... See, I always tell my friend, he takes his daughter, who's now 14. They go, she demands, like, she does it all the time. Let's get sushi. Let's go get steak 44. And I'm like, you know what you've done? You've wrecked whoever's going to date her. You've made her impossible to like. As a, Because, she, you know, you try to take her to a normal dinner. She's like, eh. She's been raised on, you know, Christopher's and Steak 44 and restaurants in the Biltmore. It's like she can't date some kid unless the kid's independently wealthy and she's not going to find that. He's just set him up for uh, he's going to be the one that takes her to dinner for birthdays. That's it. My dad will take me to Steak 44. Exactly. You, you're never going to measure up to the, the food daddy gave, and now she's going to be a weirdo. Well, that's the worst part is that kid, that poor kid that's dating her is going to be like, I can only afford a bag of rib, a basket of riblets. <laughs> right. Right. You, you know, come on. Come on. Two for 20. I have yeah. a coupon, dummy. Yeah, this is gross. I'm in. Oh, man. You're impossible to like. I told him he's The upside of it is she's looking for a guy that can do the Steak 44. And- Downside is can't find the guy who does you're the Steak 44. You're going to a very good couple. Downside, she's uh, attracted to a bad boy who can't take her to Steak 44. Next thing you know, she's rolling around in the back of a car, making people and staying out of Brett and mine's neighborhood. She's going to be pregnant by the time she's 16 keeps this up. I'll get you steak in a 40. Yeah, right. That's what she's about. Steak 44. Shut your mouth. Here's your 40. Sizzling a 40 ounce. Here's your steak. That's your meat tonight. You're a bad boy. That's right. Uh-oh. Opposite of dad. Bad boy goes to dinner with you oh. on her birthday. Oh, he's going to be Dad's eating. picking up. He's going to be eating, that's for sure. 
Oh, dad's picking up, but she's got to be careful because prenatal care says she shouldn't eat a lot of protein. She's going to be pregnant. She'll be bored. He won't be able to take her to a dinner. He'll do one of those romantic walks in the park thing. She's going to be pregnant. You've created a, preg- a pregnancy monster. But yeah, child free. And we need to be, as people who don't have children and don't want them, a little bit more like, hey, vocal about, I think people should get kicked out more often with their kids. That was This all comes from me working at Tony Romas and seeing, you know, everybody acts like, oh, it's so different now. No, it's not. Uh, 30 years ago when I was working in restaurants, people just let their kids do whatever. The Cheerios, if I see a Cheerio, it ruined Cheerios for me. Watching people just throw it on the ground and say, well, you have people to pick that up. I'm like, what does your house look like, you hogs? They're goldfish bags. The second I saw that little Ziploc come out of that mom purse full of goldfish, I'm like, well, there's just going to be gummed up cud Ugh. goldfish all over this table, all over that high chair. And you, you just want us to clean up after them for one night. That's where the fish... Fast casual kicks in. They don't have time to set up camp and spray well, the Cheerios. They manage. But I haven't seen that in a long they time. Manage. But it, it's, yeah, they find the they spots. Manage. Yep. They'll, they'll, if a mom has the thing of Cheerios, or even worse, the little, like she's super prepared and has the little plastic container of Cheerios for that little oh, Little Tupperwares, yeah. Little tups of, here you go, doll. Just gum it up and spit it all over the place. That's what, and it doesn't matter because everybody loves you. Nope. Not true. Cute. Yep. That was a good majority of the time, I think, that those kids were drinking tainted Sprites. or We had Sierra Mist. There was a few Sierra Mists your kid was sucking down that had James Pierman's bodily fluids in them. I guarantee you that. Tough, I never did a it. A tough one is uh, eating at the restaurant, and you look over, and there's mush mouth. You've got the, f- whatever, the carrots, liquid carrots. Uh, that's all over the uh, mouth. It, yeah. Just dripping. If you're in a restaurant, you shouldn't be allowed to. You should just like I um, could. Um, 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 just like I couldn't bring it in if you and I went to a restaurant. Like Brady, you're not going to order off the menu. I, I brought you a bag of food. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. It's against health code. With babies, for some reason, you can bring food from home into a restaurant. Not supposed to be able to do that. If Brett and I are out, I'm like, I have some pizza I wrapped up from another place. Here you go, chow on that. I'm going to order something off the menu. They kick Brett out. Like, what are you doing? You brought food from another place. It's illegal. Did you guys just uh, at, at Tony Romas? Did you just just fight over who was going to have to take that table when the kids walked in money exchanged hands a lot (laughs) i was like especially if i was because i was there for a long time as a bus boy especially when we first started i was a bus boy i started when i was 15 by the time i was 17 you still had to be a bus boy because you couldn't do anything else i had seniority over all these little pricks and i'd be like look i've cleaned up enough this is yours oh you're gonna give me five bucks for that i'm not giving you anything you go clean up that kid's orange snot slop goldfish and was it restaurant carpet or was it oh yeah it was that cruddy restaurant we had to use the bissel to try to get it off and it didn't it just mashed it in so then you get on your hands and knees and scrub uh baby cud out of the the carpeting my little angel all four and i mean all four child-free restaurants and everything else it's great that's what makes the gay neighborhood so awesome occasionally one of their adopted asians will pop in but most of the time a child-free zone is a really fantastic clean. place to be. So I'm all for this. And a child-free neighborhood for normal people, you don't have to be in and amongst 70-year-olds. Under 55, yeah. yeah I mean, just a great spot to live. And it's for us responsible people that didn't go muck up the earth with more people. Cool. Now I think some of these places here, you can uh, cut in at 50. Ah, like yeah, you gotta, I probably have to pay a little yeah, extra, but it's almost worth it. And that's the thing. People always will email and say, well, you were a kid once, and I was a kid who, if I misbehaved in a restaurant, you didn't know I was there. You never well, knew I was there. 
If I made a noise, if I talked, I was out of line. My grandpa had a rule in his house that if he's talking, no one else is. And if a kid says something at a table, dinner was over for that kid. You don't speak. You're not important at all. And during dinner, and God forbid you hummed or anything else, he'd just reach over and take your plate. And he goes, that's it. It's a place for the adults to talk. You just eat. Man, that's pretty awesome. Because now I'm like, that's beautiful. What a That is a gold, beautiful thing. And he liked kids. He wasn't like, he just had strict rules about at the dinner table, the kids don't have a say. So it was shut your mouth. Restaurants, it was five across the mouth oh, for me if I got out of line. I just I was right in the restaurant. I spent many a meal in the backseat of a car in the parking lot. I blew my straw. I, I got a milkshake. That was a treat. Sucked up that milkshake and looked at that witch sister of mine and just shot milkshake on her. Oh, you got in trouble. Oh, did I get in trouble? I got carried out of the restaurant by my pants. Like a super wedgie. And he's like, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Don't you cry. I'll give you something to cry about that old line. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I realized, oh, he's going to kill me. And I probably deserve it. That was pretty stupid. And then he realized, don't. Note to self. Don't shoot food on your stupid sister in public or otherwise. And when dad's around. Stuffed me in a car. I sat in the back of that Oldsmobile Regency Bro-Am. About two hours. They took their time. They could have abducted me. My dad would have been fine with it. He probably left the keys in the car with a note that said free kid inside. I almost bid on one of those for you at the Barrett-Jackson on Saturday. Of Regency? Yeah, there's Uh, an 88. uh, What year? An 88. Oh, 1988. Okay, not the 98 and then the Delta 88. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a 76, 77. We got the Grand Prix. We had another one in 86, the the redo Regency. Yeah. They were much smaller. Yeah, my, my dad Still liked the Oldsmobile. Still boat body. He loved the Oldsmobile, and he also liked a car for himself. The Oldsmobile was the family trucks for him. Yeah, child-free zones are, uh, they're good. I have no issues with. I wonder if it's like a whole community where the restaurants and stuff like that, no kids either. I think that it's changed. Amazing. That's it. Amazing. I mean, too, a little going out. I mean, now more and more families go out no matter what. When we would go out, like when I was a kid, when I was younger, had to put a blazer on most of the time yeah, going out to dinner. Up. When you yeah. went to the Menacor restaurant, German restaurant, <laughs> you there was your behaving. <laughs> You're following well, orders there. This is only 20 years removed from their last movement. He's <laughs> <laughs> still a little wary of the Germans. There were a lot of them still alive from the last thing saying, we were close and probably pretty happy about it. They almost won. And you got to remember that the survivors in Germany that were on board were this close to being a Germanic. The entire thing was almost Germany, the whole globe. There were a few of them that were unhappy about the loss. They did not take the loss well. They looked like that guy for the Bengals just sitting there crying. It's like, the Americans did what? <laughs> oh, man, we lost. Oh, we, had, we were on the doorstep of it all. It was very close. But I understand you got to suit up and make sure. But we didn't, have, we didn't do too many suit nights because my dad knew we'd ruin it. That's why we didn't like that. was smart because yeah. as a kid, you don't like doing that. Even on, even on planes. On, I don't want to oh, go to planes. Them. Yeah, you have to dress up to yep. go places, yeah. I had a dumb little suit with a clip-on tie that occasionally they'd stuff me in. And I'd get antsy because I don't like having all those clothes on me. But I knew better. I never, you never heard from me. And that's, a good, that's good parenting. A kid is not to be heard from in public. It's not, it's not your time to shine, son. This is not an audition for who's the funnest kid in a restaurant. Sit down, shut up. Or, and you're not eating if you make any noise. That was great. It was the best. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited about this. First story, this is for us, John. This is for us. I'm looking, and this lady, all she does is put a TikTok out. 
I'm sick of this. Every time I try to use some of the amenities in our neighborhood, there's rogue children ruining it. Can't do anything. Can't go to the park. Can't do, you know, like have those anything. And it was, the worst part would be if they had a kid pool and they're still in your pool. That's what she said. I do laps in the morning and there's kids jumping at me. <laughs> like, this is great. So movement against them. I, I vote to eradicate them all. I'm packing today. I mean, I go further. I'll say if we could just eliminate them, I would have no issue with that completely. And Just kind of, you know, wean out the entire species. This guy had a, uh, This guy had parents like us. John, believe me, I feel your pain of doing something stupid, except when, uh, it's, especially when I was uh, shooting spit wads at my sister. My yeah. dad would just beat my ass right there <laughs> and didn't care who was watching. Yeah, I didn't get the beatings. I got the, uh, I got everything just removed. I got the fear of beatings more than the beatings. Occasionally you get the smack. Yeah, I would get the smack once in a while, but I usually, like I said, five yeah. across the mouth. And they would tell me, I will hit you right in front of everybody. And I was like, oh, geez, here we go. Or he'd just start to unbuckle his belt, which he never hit me with once. But that was enough of a threat. He could smack that thing together and make me just poop. Yeah. Fear of your parents. That's a smarter, better way. You're, this love thing isn't working. It's just making all your kids fentanyl addicts. <laughs> Got to bring back fear. Bring back fear. 2023. Stop being their friends. Start being their wardens. Fear and shame like we fear discussed and shame. last week. Fear and shame have been missing for a little while. And, it's, uh, and I notice it with your rat kids. Uh, I talk to my friend Mark's daughter all the time. She's just evil now. Oh, she, she just, like, she drove me home the other day. She's only 14, but they've got a golf cart, and we rode bikes, and I was getting bikes back to Mark's house and, you know, everything else, and she drove the golf cart back, and she's just like, you know what you are? Ugly. Ass. Like, all right. The- all right, okay. And I'll tease back, and then, but she's just, and she'll cuss and swear in Stirring front Stirring it up. Parents don't care. She's swearing like crazy, and I'm like, man, oh, man. Would have been a just a. I would have been buried in the backyard for that. Now, oh, the cussing thing—it's theirs. They're they're fine with it. Everybody's like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do?" It's total bullshit, Dad. I'm like, she's 13. You should hit her. I think you should hit her. Why? She shouldn't be. She's cussing at you. Ah, what are you gonna do? You hit her. I think right now is when you. Okay, guess not. But yeah, so child-free zones. And I like my friends' kids, but I like them at a distance. I like it when we go out. They don't go. They know I wouldn't. I've been invited over and like, are the kids going to be there? Uh, yeah, and a couple of their friends. Nope, I'm out. Their friends are there, too. I've been through this. It's a nightmare. Nobody likes your kids. <laughs> Not on adult night. Let's keep it normal. Be uh, interesting to see the responsibility of this couple. They're under investigation, the Department of Education Ohio, because they have a school that's openly anti-Semitic and racist. Nazi homeschooling group. Hmm. 2,500 members on it right now. Huh. Upper, and I saw it. The headline said, Upper what? Yeah. Upper Sandusky, Upper which is oh. uh, Cleveland. But they're under investigation right now. They're openly anti-Semitic and they're under investigation. That the investigation well, takes that's two seconds. Well, that's why they've been accused of this. So they're under investigation. But they, you know, uh, I think they got something here. Nazi dissident homeschool group, which now boasts over 2,500 members, members on its telegram channel i guess you can get it uh online too but if you're openly anything what are they investigating that's whether that's 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 got it's illegal to be is it a public school the group openly advocates white supremacist ideologies and uh aims to make sure the children they teach become wonderful nazis sure if it's a private nazi school you got to allow it if it's a public really? school, absolutely. It's the same thing as you going so to your religion school. So maybe they're looking school. into it. 
to see. No different than you taking Kirby to Christian school. It's a belief system being taught to a child. It's horrible. Well, maybe they're making sure they follow everything. Like, if you're disciplining the kids, how are you doing that? Um, they're all on the same team. How do the Nazis discipline differently to their group? I'm I mean, saying they're not my... Well, I I know some states, you know, ban any kind of... Uh, Physical striking. Yeah, but you're, you're assuming the Nazis are just beating the crap out of the Nazi kids. Not assuming that. I'm just saying that that's why they're investigating and checking out. You know, are you no. following the state's education Yeah, laws? teaching them the reading, writing, and arithmetic. I don't think they're worried too much about knocking them around. And also, throwing some Nazi stuff. It's really no... I, I, it's awful, but I don't see it any different than going to a religious school. Another that's, great thing about the adult-only thing. No schools, no let alone no school. Nazi schools. Oh, no Stupid zones where you have to slow down to like four miles an hour for no red for ed taxes. Oh. You know my favorite thing in the world is... Oh, you already have those. City <laughs> buses uh, don't care about the people on the buses. They assume that... And they just park them on the side of the road and everybody can just get out. But a, a school bus, they know those idiots get out. They have to stop everybody going every direction. City bus the other day just stopped on the road and I was going around it. And then people just started to walk in front of... There's no crosswalk. I'm like... We need to Didn't stop. you learn this yeah. at school? <laughs> right, right. When, did, when did that leave your brain, dummy, that you're not supposed to? There's a crosswalk 15 feet the other way. He's going to walk in front of the bus. And pops right out from a, you didn't, I didn't see him, right there in Glendale. Boink. I'm like, ah! Yeah, but nobody cares. And that's what I always like, too, is like elementary school kids, they've done some studies. They can take a hit from a car at 15 miles an hour under. Really? Junior, junior high is 25. You don't notice that that's it. they don't slow you down. Only bounces so far. Yeah, high schools are like thirty-five. Let's kill at ten miles an hour. These kids are bigger. We can hit them at thirty-five. I've always I've always looked at school zones acceleration of speed as hilarious. Like, yeah, these kids are pretty small. Fifteen, fifteen and under. That, high school, yep, thirty-five <laughs> and high school is thirty-five. Is pretty good. And the lights will be flashing. A reminder: these kids are thirty-five. We're not going to take it to fifteen for them. If not they as get many hit. rolling balls in high school crossing the street. <laughs> I guess. They should have learned from the 15 and 25 mile an hour strikes that 35 is going to hurt a whole lot more. I just always thought it was great that as you got older, the speed limit around you went up. All right. Now you're in the 25 mile an hour zone. Don't go dicking around. You survived the 15. It's like Donkey Kong. You're on another level. It's going to get a little tougher out there. I get upset when someone passes me in the 15 mile an hour zone. I'm a bang. They're, they're pa- you can't pass. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I, I obey it to that crosswalk and then I gun it. The way you're supposed to. Anyway, uh, we have a special guest outside the door. I don't know if you've seen him outside. Oh, no. It's a very... He's... It's a... It's a... Yeah, here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. He died now. Put Tonight the bottle down. There he is. Tonight's show host. Put your drink down, Jimmy. It's 6.07. Jimmy Fallon's here, everybody. Come on in, Jimmy. Here we go. It's so good to be here, you guys. Mark, this week, I can't wait. Big day. Tonight's show's going to be huge this week, I'll tell you what. We're going to have Dave Batista, Sarah Michelle Gellar's coming out. and talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I love. I actually love that show. I was way too old for it when it was out. So excited. I still loved it. It was great. Uh, the great Brian Adams from Canada. Right. Going to come out, going to sing some songs to us. It's going to be great. Of course, uh, Blake Shelton will come out. We're going to play Pies and Faces. It's going to be great. You know who's not going to be on the show? Who? Oh. Cindy Williams from uh, Laverne and Shirley. She uh, died yesterday. Cindy Williams won't be on the show this week. She died, which means everyone from Laverne and Shirley is dead except for Lenny. Put that in your hat. Man. Man. They're all right. dead. The whole crew, dead. Cindy Williams, who played uh, Shirley, died yesterday. 
She was only 75. That's it. She won't be on the show. But Derek Teeter will on Wednesday. It's going to be great. And also, not on the show, U.S. pro skier Kyle Smain. He was uh, killed in an avalanche yesterday. I don't know if oh, anybody man. knows oh, that. Oh, man. Brady just handed me that one just to announce a death. Not a death of someone anyone would know. He won a gold medal in the Nobody end. remembers. Name three. <laughs> don't say Phil Mayer in name three. Carrot Top. Uh, Carrot Top did not win. No, tomato no. can. He did not. Sean not, White. He's just a snowboarder, Piper. <laughs> if he dies, people would know. Do a skier. Nobody knows those. There's a billion of them. They, <laughs> if you want to go battle, no one knows why. You're right. You shouldn't have to announce yeah. that. I get Michaela Schifrin in 1980s Phil Mayer because he lived down the street from me. That's it. Goodbye, Cindy Williams. And one more. And we've cleared out all of Laverne and Shirley. Okay, everybody. Don't forget. Join us this week. Blake Shelton. Gwen Stefani. Dave Bautista. Ariana Grande. Timberlake. Tonight's show, eyes in the face, slap to the face. That's my jam. Password. See you, Jimmy. It never ends. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, Cindy Williams died. That is a, uh, wow. Laverne and Shirley, all dead, except for Michael McKeon. All of them. Wow. The big Agu passed away a couple years I know. ago. It's still, it hurts. rest in peace, bro. He's got the signs up at uh, Brett's house. <laughs> now, of course, Laverne died a long time ago. Shirley died. I think they both died of cancer, which means they built the whole set with uh, asbestos. asbestos. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Mecca died. Uh, of course, you know, the old Get lady. Ready for those lawsuits. Yeah, the old yeah, lady. Mr. DeFazio the old man, was Mr. DeFazio was long. He was old. I think yeah. he died during the show. He was like 80 during yeah. the show. It's bad. The landlady, she's long dead. And sadly enough, Brady, uh, DeFazio was younger than you are right now. And that's how bad he was. That's how bad the 70s treated people. Brady's about eight years older than Wilfred Brimley was in The Natural. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was, Wilfred Brimley was 49 in Cocoon. He looked like he was 79. <laughs> I, know. I know. He always looked like he the was 80. The thing with him is he never ages. No, I mean, he no. Just, <laughs> he, he came out of the womb with a held it steady for a while. diabetes. Like I gave birth to a little old man. But there he was. Lenses just got a little thicker. Yep. That's it. It is a weird thing, though, as a you know child of television in the '80s, to see the whole shows are dead. Entire shows are dead. Yeah. And Laverne and Shirley all dead, except one, Michael McKeon. And I don't know how Michael McKeon is, but he's up there. He seemed healthy and better. Call Saul. He does Happy a lot. Days is holding relatively. Happy strong. Days has most everybody still alive. I think Anson Williams, uh, Richie. Uh, I think Ralph Ralph Mouth still alive. Henry Winkler, Marion Ross just died. Joni, she's dead. She's oh been yeah, dead she for died. Years. But uh, Chachi's still kicking. Chachi's hanging around. Yeah, that show was. But that was a lot of teenage stuff going on. Yeah, but it still started in the early seventies. So they're closing in on dying. They're gonna lose them all. Uh, Michael McKeon is seventy five. He's seventy five. I told Cindy Williams here, so that asbestos set should get him soon enough. Mm. Anyway, yeah, and Squiggy. He died a few years ago. Of course, we remember our listener that went out and did the Squiggy Memorial. Yeah. And the Tom Mix Memorial was replaced with David Lander. <laughs> but, yeah, all of Laverne and Shirley is dead. Yeah, that's crazy. I watch old game shows all the time on the Buzzer Network, and I just like, dead, 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 dead. And the other day, it was a full dead house. The whole crew was dead because Scoey Mitchell was the only one that was close, and he was he's dead now. And then uh, I looked at the contestants, and I'm like, well, pff, they're dead. Gene Rayburn's been dead. The whole show's dead. And it was from 1977. Wow. All dead. I wonder what other TV shows are like if you think about it. I was just thinking. Everybody's like, dead, yeah. They're all dead. 
that we had. Not like, you know, leave it to Beaver, which still has, a, you know, Beaver's still around. Yeah. Jefferson's? No, uh, I think I think they're all, I looked that up the other day. I think they're all gone. I think that one's like I'm just trying to think of that's pretty oh, yeah, Lionel, Both the, the Lionel? OG Lionel died like. No kidding. Yeah, he died of like lung cancer like in the 80s. The original Lionel's dead? Yeah. Let's see here. Josh. Other Lionel's still alive, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And uh, the daughter might still be alive. But Tom and. Welcome back, Helen Cotter. Oh, no, because Cotter himself is still alive. John Travolta's still alive. And uh, I think. I think Washington's Horshack? still alive. Horshack's probably still alive. I think most of that cast yeah, is still alive. That was the only one I thought. I think a lot of people are still alive on. Other than that, well, I mean, I don't know. I can't. There's so many shows. You can't. But there's, uh, yeah, well, most of them are all gone. Mork and Mindy outside of Pam Dauber, all dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's weird when you think of all your reruns are dead. Crazy. Shouldn't be either because Robin Williams died young. But yeah, Cheers. Lost Cheers says Kirsty, but I think everyone else. I'm surprised Shelley, that the Cheers still, staff is still alive. Shelly Shelly was supposed to die. She got all suicidal and crazy, and then came back fine. Uh, yeah, I think the only dead one, and they were all coke head drinkers. And then Norm was just a stroke walking, and he's still around. Norm and Cliff, and they're in their they're almost eighty now. Yeah, and Ted Danson still looks better today than I'll ever look in my Coach entire can't life. Be alive. Coach died during the he show. Died, yeah. yeah, that's where Woody showed up. He died after season one. Nicholas Colasanto. Uh, the second Lionel's still alive and Jenny's still alive. Jenny's alive. Everybody I assume Jenny was still alive. The OG uh, Lionel's the dead. The cast. Though. These yeah. are the uh, secondary people. Yeah. Is, is uh, Bentley's dead? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, most of the Jefferson's all dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the show uh, One Day at a Time is now dead, except Valerie Bertinelli. Well, she'll explode one of these days. She, and she's one that, you know, you're waiting. And she's not that much older than me. But she, she's not helping herself out with anything. Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. I, you know, I liked a lot of TV. I watched a lot. And now I watch and I'm like, dead, 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 dead. <laughs> the 80s stuff's still hanging on. Bill Cosby's still alive, for God's sake. Yeah. That's baffling. I think they're all still around, right? Yeah. I don't think any of them. It's yeah, time for a reboot. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd love to have him back. Grandpa Grandpa Huxtable. I can't see. Come over here to, to my good side for a second there. Sleep. But, uh, yeah, weird. So Cindy Williams gone. Laverne and Shirley has one left. The clock is ticking on Mr. Michael McKeon. Who was Chuck in Better Call Saul and awesome at it. Just such a prick in that show. Uh, it's 6.15. Let's get a wake-up song, maybe in honor of Laverne and Shirley, Shamil Shamazel, Haas and Pfeffer. Oh, there's only one left. Oh, Different Strokes, only Todd Bridges is yeah, Only Todd Bridges is alive oh, from Different yeah, Strokes. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Danny Cooksey, technically, but was that Different Strokes? No, 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 no. that didn't count anymore. Yeah. And you wouldn't have minded if his character died, too. Which would have during the show. Little Sam. Yeah, I would have liked seeing Arnold stab Sam once. Is Dixie too. Carter dead? She's dead. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's dead, Brett. Everybody's We're all dead. gone. It's happening to all of us. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KB. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. 
It's John Holmberg here, and this rerun of a Brady Report, which is probably a good one, is brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And if you haven't gotten the calendar yet, well, you should do it. Hooters calendars are on sale right now. 2024 is creeping up on us, and the calendar from Hooters is there. And it features 19 Arizona Hooters girls, including our friends Avery and Olivia. Plus, each calendar includes $150 worth of coupons and a collector's cup. Pretty cool. Get your 2024 calendar today for $16.99 only at Hooters Brady. Report it again. A glorious Monday. That view of Camelback, if you get a shot of it, north or south, the clouds rolling over that thing as low as they are looks just great. That's picturesque, our view. Look at that. This ain't no Guadalupe view, man. (laughs) We got a good one here. Uh, It's no graffiti. I mean, you know. (laughs) That's right. We're not looking at, uh, you know, chalk outlines and police lights. That was our old view. (laughs) And then, the you know, the billboard that told us about fries, bone, and butt pork roast every day. And Able Cemeteries, which is a great place to advertise because once a week somebody's been shot. (laughs) It's pretty solid. Anyway, what a view. Great morning. See, I like this. We don't get these that often, so we should uh, embrace them. It's awful outside, but in the best possible way. I think it's great. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Bert was out there at Hooters on Friday night, tapping yeah. the keg. Holmberg Bound is there. Went well, I assume. Absolutely. Drinking team was there. Got an email from a guy, uh, Chris, who's in the drinking team, and said, I was disappointed in my drinking team as we were trying to kill that keg, and I looked over and I saw a bunch of them with lighter beers. Holmberg Bound's nothing to... Nothing to sneeze at. That stuff hey. will, oh, yeah. stuff will move you, man. Stitches get stitches. That's right. He didn't say who. <laughs> he just said he was disappointed in the ones you know who you are. Who were like, oof, I can't take two or three of those. Uh, but it is available at Hooters. It is available at Four Peaks. It is Holmberg Bound. It's ready to go. And if you're going to go watch the game tonight over at uh, Hooters, well, that's a great place to do it. Uh, avoid all those Bostonians and head on over to Hooters. <laughs> And uh, get those fantastic football specials they've got only at Hooters while you guzzle down a delicious Holmberg Mound from Four Peaks and help out the Humane Society. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Gingerbread House Day. All right. You know know what, to me, the biggest miss in commercials in the last few years is when they do the Home Alone spoof where Catherine O'Hara's trying to find Kevin. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Kevin. And it's Kevin Hart, and he comes walking by. And he's carrying that gingerbread house. And she goes, look at the little people inside. Such an obvious joke for him to go, they're not that little. Yeah. You know, just say something about, like, that's his house that he's carrying around because he's so tiny. You're going to make a Kevin Hart Home Alone spoof. It has to be that he's as big as the people in the gingerbread house. Did you ever eat a gingerbread house? We had to make him in fourth grade. No. You've never seen something worse than... 30 kids making gingerbread houses in Miss Lusane's class at Osuna Elementary in Albuquerque. And uh, and then the next day, they were about half eaten, each one of them. We were pounding them. And then the vomit after recess oh. that was all over the playground. It was weird, graham crackery. Cinnamony. Uh, keep in mind, it took us days to make this. So the frosting had been sitting in this and room. It sat there for yeah, days on top days. of that. Every kid got sick. Every one of us. At one point or another, throwing up all over the place. She was fine with it. I think she liked it. Teachers like when kids get sick. Just deep down, they just little pricks suffer. I hope it hurts you, little son of a bitch. I hope you have listeria. A couple of baseless fun facts. CVS, America's largest pharmacy chain, was founded in Massachusetts in 1963. By massholes. Austin. CVS stands for Consumer Value Store. Okay. They're bigger than Walgreens, huh? I'd, wow. 
maybe on the East Coast, they must be everywhere. Walgreens grew from 20 stores to 400 stores during Prohibition in the 1920s and early 30s because they were allowed to sell whiskey for medical purposes. Nice. A lifetime warranty doesn't mean you have the warranty for your lifetime. It refers to how long the company expects the product to last. Right. It's the lifetime of the product, not your life. Which is the like another great snow job to say. It's yeah. a lifetime warranty. So It should last five years. Well, even then, when this breaks, that's the lifetime. And then you go back and go, this was a lifetime warranty. Yeah, and it, it, it ran its entire uh, life, so you get nothing. Uh, there was a poll conducted on people what they'd like to receive for Christmas during this holiday season. Uh, 77% of Americans would rather receive experiences over physical gifts. Yeah. But the key is that there's something, it's a shareable item. Tickets to a concert or a show, 50% are into that. Yeah, you don't want to go to that by yourself for Christmas. That's pathetic. Outdoor activities such as hiking, skiing, boating, 43%. A food tour or a cooking class, 36%. Beer tasting, wine tasting. Food tour. The grocery store? <laughs> kind of like a pub crawl, but you go to restaurants. Oh, I see. It's like, like a hipster f- thing. Oh. You'll have one item at this restaurant, <laughs> right. go to the next one. A food tour. It's aisle one through 35 at Fry's. <laughs> uh, a pair of jeans sold for $114,000. Were they Veronica B. Alex? I would have paid that. No, nope, they were pulled from a sunken trunk at an uh, 1857 shipwreck off the coast of North Carolina. They were preserved. Hmm. They're the oldest known pair of jeans in the world. No kidding. Someone was saying they're uh, Levi Strauss's original pair before he started really putting them out in bulk. Like they're was he in a shipwreck in South Carolina? No, in the, the one of the. Uh, <laughs> Pretty Historian much negates says that theory, doesn't it? It predates um, Levi Strauss's first pair for sale was 1873. This was from 1857. So he was handing them out for free 20 years before or, he was to sell them. Or he made them wear the, them um, because he was a wholesaler of dried goods. So there's other things going on. So it could have been a factory pants that he had made for his workers to work in. Did he work in a factory near that boat? That's what he originally was doing. He was. A, I thought he was in San Francisco. Sounds like a bunch of... Yeah, but he was a dry wholesaler. Now, this shipwreck, the person could have had him. Sure, I guess. Traveled all the way across the country to... Where was the shipwreck again? South Carolina. Right. North Carolina. Well, either way. North people ain't getting around like they used to. Anyway, they went for $114,000. Anyway. I mean, it's a pretty impressive amount, but tying them to Levi Strauss is a stretch. The dude pretty much worked the gold rush. And then, you know, did some docking stuff. I don't Wealthy wholesaler of dry goods yeah. at the time. In the 70s. And the pants could be very uh, an early version of what would become the iconic jeans. They did have hmm. five buttons. Maybe we button find fly. out through this that Levi stole the idea. And it's a Tesla Marconi situation. Yeah. There could be. The, um, they say the jeans are, like the way they design the picture of them, are in fashion today. So you can just put them in the dryer and put them right on. You'll be fine. Yep. Well, that's pretty good. 
don't know, getting that sea smile. Sounds yeah, getting the stink, yeah, yeah, the stink of underwater sea trunk is going to... They're gonna, they're gonna live there for a while. I don't while. think the Febreze is gonna take that <laughs> smell out. That stuff's pretty good. Spot shot, maybe a little spot shot. I don't know. I, I find it like we're so we just can't let something be. We found a pair of jeans. You know, all the it's, it reminds me of when people are like, "I was reincarnated," and you're always Lincoln or you know Napoleon. Nobody was ever you know Dave Vesley who you know. Wandered around, mostly unemployed. He was a waiter for a while in the early 1900s, and then he got hit by a car. Nobody ever is just average Joe. So finding a pair of jeans, of course, they tried to link it back to Levi Strauss, but maybe Levi Strauss, maybe jeans were everywhere, and Levi was just the first one to go, we should sell these. Like, maybe they're just dumpy, weird work pants that Levi swiped the idea. We don't know. But it yeah, is an awfully, able to produce them. awfully big stretch for him to have been given them out in the 50s to the point where everybody loved him so much they couldn't stop working in factories in him and stuff. And then in the 70s, he's selling them. That's a 20-year run. Barely lived that long back then. And now it's time for some pee-pee poo-poo news. Okay. Go. Hello, <laughs> oh, my friends. Oh, Richard. Plug it in. He man. had it. He had it ready. He though. had it, but it was just <laughs> diddy. One plug away. Diddy. <laughs> Magic. If he had it, it would be playing. There we go. And go. It's playing? Nope, it's not. There it is. Hello, I saw it. I'm Brady Bogan. This is your PP Poo News. See? Half ass. He's already in on it. Coast through. French President Emmanuel Macron. Macron. Said Thursday that condoms would be made available for free uh, in pharmacies. People uh, from men ages 18 right. to 25. Women can't get them? Um, Interesting. No, it's for the men. Just dudes. The chick can't wander and just grab some Hang condoms. On. They're going to hand out free birth control for all women under 25. Nice. But free Griner birth control all around. Yeah. Yeah. They're covering the bill. Genius. Is there an AIDS or baby epidemic going on in France? That, well, that's what they're trying to do is prevent... Unwanted pregnancies. Unwanted Frenchmen. All pregnancies in France are unwanted. We should do that in Boston, too. Yeah, we should, we should make that the guinea pig test town for... But they would demand magnums, even though they don't need them. <laughs> They'd be making babies on the slip-offs. A team at Georgia Tech came up with a device that straps to your toilet, and it can diagnose health issues by listening to your bowel movements. Ew. They did a presentation last week at the Acoustical Society of America's annual meeting, and it happened in Nashville. Somebody off the street for that? Yeah. Hey, listen, come here. We you want to volunteer for something? How you feeling? Here's a burrito. What are you doing? Why do I get that? Eat two of them. Here, have another. What's going on? It's called the diarrhea detector. Oh, we're taking you to Filibertos. It uses AI to analyze the sounds happening inside your toilet bowl. And there's a red light that clicks clicks on if it detects something irregular. It also records audio of each excretion, so it can be turned into data and tracked. They found that the healthy bowel movement usually makes a singular tone, while diarrhea is more random. (laughs) For now, they want to use it in areas with lots of cholera. By the way, I know before uh, 
the toilet tells me if I've got diarrhea. Usually, yeah. <laughs> If I'm sitting on the toilet yep. and things are coming out, I know. Here it comes. If it's a clean one or if it's a bad one. I don't need a red light to go off and like make me sit like I'm in Mars. Right. Well, I don't it's be trying to go beyond that, that there's something more to the diarrhea than that's happening. I don't want to be in a meeting with Scott the Bot and have my Apple Watch <laughs> go off. I, oh, guess what I got about to go. Right. But you know when something's wrong with your turds. Some light in your <laughs> toilet isn't gonna... Yeah, you look down and you're like, oh, that's not right. We all look down. I regret the other day I had one going and I gave a courtesy flush because I was filling it up, man. That oh, that was the, the solo stove didn't stand a chance. That thing would have been break water. topped up. Oh, it busted through the water. It was soft serve all the way to the top with the cone. The toilet curl. wasn't smokeless either. But I, you know what I realized? <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember I realized I regretted not taking a gander at it before I gave it the first courtesy. I never got a look at it. And I know this thing had depth and meaning and dimension. (laughs) If the light hit it just so, I would have opened the blinds and made it hit just right. I mean, it was, it was like stuff from the 90s was in there. It was amazing. I know. And I didn't look. And I'm like, oh, this is a relatively disappointing courtesy flush. That's your pee-pee poo-poo-doo. Oh, Jesus. Yes. I'm sorry. sorry about that. Wow. That's the noise you're, uh, it makes when you've got diarrhea. Yeah, but a light inside your toilet bowl is telling you what you already know. Uh-oh, I've got diarrhea. Cholera. It can't tell you if you have cholera. Well, Talbin used to We're post not- pictures of his poop on his locker. Oh. Remember he had Polaroids oh, of that. Right. Yeah. Oh. Classy. Well, I wouldn't have shown says- other people. <laughs> I just wanted to see it from my, my own work. You know, you stand back and take a look at your own work. It's like when you mow the grass. You don't take pictures of it and send it to friends. You just stare at it for a minute and be like, that's a nice job. Uber Eats recently uh, did a list of the most unexpected food combos people ordered this year. Hmm. Fruit roll-up <laughs> and hot Cheetos. You can get that from Uber Eats? I thought there had to oh, be yeah. like a minimum. Yeah, Wheaties got well, to eat too. Well, there is, but they're ordering like 10 of them. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like a box of fruit yeah. roll-ups. Yeah, Wheaties got to eat too. Yeah, we we, we just got to have his meal. Pickles and whipped cream. Pregnant. Actually, there might not be a limit because Alex's girlfriend, when he was feeling sick a couple weeks ago, go puffed him a giant bottle of Gatorade and that was it. The hell's go puffed? Yeah, what's go puffed? It's another delivery site. Oh. It is? Yeah. Which exactly when when he said, "Hey, she go puffed me." No, I'm like, great. Whoa, got, hey, whoa. Not under my roof, Mister. You go puffed each other out in the car. Get in your room. She go puffed me because I'm sick. Stop it. Pizza and applesauce. And he go puffs her every twenty eight days. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. You got to go puff me, baby. Go puffed. P U F T. Uh, no, G O P F F. P U F F. I think. Go puff. Go puff. Okay. That's and that's Wheaties. a delivery service. Yeah, that's for. Yeah, yeah that's. Total what, it even says puff. I know. <laughs> it's for potheads. Puff, puff, give. We'll get you some Rice Krispie squares and pickles and a roasted rotisserie chicken. Go puff, bro. The last one you'll enjoy sushi and ranch. Oh, that's America. Yeah. Doritos is, uh, you got a chance to win Super Bowl tickets. All you have to do is shave a triangle into your head, just like Von Miller. Nothing to it. From Buffalo Bills, he's kind of trended with that hairdo. Sure. So uh, shave the triangle in your head, take a picture, post it, send it to Frito-Lay. You're in the contest. You're entered. You're entered. Yeah. You got until January 15th. 
to shave that triangle. Well, to send it to him. Yeah. Yeah, get that done now. Get in early. Send them one every day. Oh, we got confirmation on GoPuff. It's more for convenience stores, so if you need uh, smokes and condoms at 3 a.m., <laughs> some weedy's going to show up. That's according to Vader, so. Vader says, Vader okay. drives for them. He drives for all of them. <laughs> That's true. Here you go, bro. Congrats. Extra toothbrush, rubber, KY, and a blindfold. She must be huge. Say hi to Veronica for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you. <laughs> Kingsbury knows about GoPuff. <laughs> I need another box of rubbers. She's, uh. Relentless. Bring those magnums here. Bring the magnums to me. For I gotta wear it over my head because <laughs> I explode, baby. Let's get to some radio videos. First one is a parkour gone wrong. Good. Dude's jumping across rooftop to rooftop. Oh, is he? He's not gonna make it. Kind of misses the. Uh, how how high up are we? Yeah, one story. Oh, couple broken ankles. Big deal. He'd be broken. Broken ass on this. He, he lands on his ass. Maybe. Right. See he's a new parkour guy. Broken ass. Uh, you know. Something. Oh, no, he's up there pretty good. He's leaping pretty good. Height, Those right? are, yeah, that's, that's 20, 25 feet. That's 25 feet, feet yeah. up, and he has got a long <laughs> jump. <laughs> oh, he doesn't make it at all. Ah! Angle. Here's the other angle. Oh, his legs go right into the side of the building he's trying to land on. <laughs> that's him down there, right? Yeah. That's him, I think. <laughs> Japan. That's actually me watching him. <laughs> Brett, Brett was the uh, Spielberg of that cinematography. That's a good one. Hey, what was he thinking? That's a 25-foot up, 25-foot yeah. across jump. Brady's bringing back some greatest hits here. All right. Oh, yeah, this is uh, since the snow's falling. Hay, hay bales don't often uh, really break here. Oh, we're going out. Again. We're sledding down a big hill. Oh! oh the hay bales slide on the snow. The hay bales did nothing, and they went right into a wall. They won. And uh, instead of four people splitting the money, only two have to. So happens. Go downhill in a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Brett's filming that too. Especially <laughs> laughing his ass off at that one. <laughs> Listen to that guy laughing. Go back to that. That he is witnessing the death of four people in a cardboard box. Awesome. <laughs> He's Joe Pesci. He's dying. <laughs> they were all dead. Every one of them. Idiots. Put your coffee down. We've seen this one before. Yeah, this is another. Uh... Oh, it's a. Oh, oh my gosh. That's a girl's elbow. Oh, my God. That's a girl's elbow. Pushing my arm. Oh, my God. I can't remember. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's from Boston. Why? Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I guess she's going to have to have that uh, little uh, shamrock tattoo touched up. This is on his shoulder. Yeah. Look at the look at the twist in her arm right there. Oh, well, that's yeah. The bicep is coming. Whoa. The tendon is loose. That thing's apart. He just he's arm wrestling his girlfriend because Bostonians do that. <laughs> Want to arm wrestle? Sure, I'll take you. Last oh. one's pretty quick. It's oh a girl God. feeding a deer. Oh, this is a real wild a deer. A buck and a doe. Caption says, "This is what happens when you grow up on Disney movies." Yep. I begin gonna, to pass out. So Brady dies. <laughs> And my head hit the wall. Oh. <laughs> She's feeding the buck. 
Bob the doe comes over to say hey. Second, the eyes are off. <laughs> says, get out of here. Oh, she gets Bambi. Yeah, her up. When's she feeding a beef jerky or something? Yeah. They don't like it. Right to the side of the head. How to get to pass Man, that's what happens when you're stupid. <laughs> get out of the car to feed the wildlife. And now to the death. Yeah, and now it's Brett's turn. You thought right. those were horrible. Holiday oh, deaths. This, well, well, we'll get to that. This one starts we'll off with... This one starts off as, you know, call call the professionals when you got some plumbing problems. Listen here. to the, hold on, this guy from Boston goes, you know what's fascinating? An entire fan base being the topic of discussion for 30 minutes on Arizona radio. Feet oh, accomplished. Jesus. You talked about us. Whatever. We will be at the game tonight. Of course you <laughs> oh, will. Of course you will. Yeah, but there's, uh, you can do it, man. Guy, you should go out there, man, and get your, uh, get your tattoo. I'm sure your tank top will show it off. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about us. Yeah, I talked about you guys beating women. So still talking about no us. No press is bad press, bro. You remember Kennedy for a reason. Okay. All right, Brett, what do so you got? So here's, here's one to make sure you call the professionals out when you got some plumbing issues. Where is this? I don't know, but dump of wait. A place. They've got clothes strung between buildings. Oh, 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 the street sewer blew up. Street no. <laughs> Was there somebody in the ground there? No, no I think it's just, just S. Dude, oh, that's just poop and rogue tampons shooting up out of the earth because the sewer oh, there line broke. Oh, oh, yeah. And he slips in it. Brady, Brady just saying chocolate rain. Oh, ridiculous Taze on day reference. Oh, gross. And that's just toilet paper, feces from a nation. I'm and- surprised looking at that place. I'm surprised they've got condoms. sewers. Ah. They're, they're not using condoms there, but that place has no condoms. That's true. If you've got, if you live in a in a place where apartment building to apartment building, there's clotheslines. I'm surprised you've got underground sewage. Oh boy! Now this one is uh, you probably shouldn't pass on the right. Never, never. Right. So he's coming up on a big truck. He's, oh, oh no, no! Oh my God, that's death. That you is death. Think? Absolutely. Oh my God! A semi truck just yeah, just plowed ended him. He Let's comes see. blazing around the corner. Yeah, oh, it's not, this idiot. Yep. It's oh, not, it's not a Volvo. Oh, no, that did not hold up. Wow, what was that? Thinking? That car did not pass that test. And last but not least, wow. here's a here's another one. Uh, and watch out when you're passing trucks. All right, all right, DJ Khaled. He's on the left side. <laughs> another so we're gonna, one. Yep. Another foreign land. Oh, all the stuff fell off the truck and killed people. That's a different thing. And flipped the car over that was filming it. That was no one's fault. No one did anything wrong. uh -uh. Stuff fell off the back of a semi on a turn. He just came. Wow. Yeah. And ended the dude. Semi went a little hot into the turn. Brett. There you go. The roads are wet and you're giving us all these accidents. (laughs) What's the matter with you? That stuff happens. I guess so. That's all I'm saying. Accidents happen. Imagine all the stuff that comes out of your underground sewer when you tap it and break it. It's just the poop, the tampons, the pee. Ugh. The... You've seen it when the drain. No, I haven't. I thought you had a drain. Oh, I've seen drains up. cough up the water. Yeah. The, yeah, pukes back, but it didn't shoot out. No. And none of the tampies could get back through. I like how you were almost offended. Or TP. No, I, no, I have not seen the drain. <laughs> I hire people for that. People shaving in the no, shower. That was. That yeah, I've seen mm. the, the oh. pubes and, ah! and every morning. A pube cake. That guy that goes, 
thunk, thunk, and Farmers blows out all that blood and glop. Ah. <laughs> Speaking from experience? No, but I know people who do. Gross. Farmer blowing in the shower. I was at a friend's house, and he had blood on the wall of his white tiles. Oh, what is that? And he goes, oh, I missed a thunk. I'm like, oh. Hire someone, Glazer. What are you going to do? You wipe it up. But yeah, I was in that. I was two times. Once I didn't see it, I went to the bathroom. I flushed, and I had a brand new home out there in the East Mesa, and they didn't they didn't uncap the sewer for the entire neighborhood. So my flush evidently created the backlog comes a bubble in about crude. five houses. And my uh, sister came in about an hour after I was gone. What happened? All the drains, the dishwasher, the garbage Whoa. disposal. Pouring neighborhood poops out. <laughs> All of them are coming back up through our drains. I laughed for an hour. Then it was at my friend. She's dead now, but I was at her house. Not because of this. Okay. And I took a shower upstairs, and her drains were all backed up and didn't know it. And I looked down at the water I was standing. I'm like, oh, the water's starting to kind of gather, and it's beige. And I looked out of the shower, and the toilet was just pouring water and feces and anything that it's had like the been Bellagio a, on it the was it was it looked like a chocolate fountain at a, like a really expensive resort ah. it was just it was a t- there was a top it had the bubbles and the whole floor and then uh my ex was at the door banging on it going what what are you doing and i'm like why and she goes the ceiling's leaking oh. it, it had seeped out everywhere and chocolate stains all over her ceiling it was gross but I've never seen, like, a sewer pipe get punched in the ground and then shoot out all the yeah. neighborhood crap straight up in the air, like, like yeah, drilling for oil. Ugh. Anyway, go get them, kids. When you're taking that dump, make Working sure Working on those there. RVs, Brad, every oh. once in a while when that gray line, they pop it off too early or something. Yeah. Did you ever tap those? No. No, I stayed out of that side. I was doing- you only worked on the engines. Yeah. Ugh. Sometimes put an awning up, but new. That's the reason I'll never plumbing. do RV stuff. I'm not driving around anywhere with a bucket of my own feces. Ever. It's collected in a tank underneath. You're still doing it. And you're still responsible for putting it somewhere. Somewhere along the line with that RV, you've got to go drain that thing. And it is gross. I've seen one. I did see one guy actually have to drill into one of the tanks to put a flusher in it. Oh. And he didn't check and make sure they'd emptied the tank before it came you. in. Don't finish this. <laughs> oh, enough said. We'll just say it was kind of like that first video that oh. you saw. <laughs> I'd kill myself if other people's poop, unknown poops, just attacked me. Like just a rogue street attack of neighborhood feces. <laughs> I'd be like, nope, that's it. I'm not. This earth offers me nothing more. I'll never do anything to outlive this. Uh, and I'll never forget it. Oh, I'm gonna throw up thinking about it. <laughs> that wet yoo-hoo looking stuff, and you gotta get, you gotta, we gotta forearm scrape Good it off foam. your off your lips, and yeah, there's a, <laughs> and then you're doing anything you can to find something absorbent to dry it off. So you're picking up the rogue tampies and <laughs> tapping off, tapping off, dabbing. trying to dry and dab. <laughs> Got to dry and dab. Time for spots. Time for spots. Been attacked by neighborhood feces. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd, I wouldn't even clean off. I'd walk right into the bathroom and just eat all the pills and lay down in my own. <laughs> like, what happened to John? He was attacked by neighborhood feces. He couldn't go on. Why would you? Because then you got to tell people that story. What happened to you Friday? Oh, I've been sick for two weeks. I ate like a pound of neighborhood crap and rogue uh. tamps. 
It's oh. weird. I still get, I still pull toilet paper out of my ears. What were you doing? I were trying to dig a basketball court in the backyard. I hit the sewage. Neighbor comes by. He probably had some of mine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he ate some of mine. Nut. <laughs> by the way, I like to give myself a little bit of a, what do they call that thing? I guess a, uh, yeah. A blumpkin. Uh, but nobody's in the room with you, you know, so I like to candy ribbon my stuff. You probably had some of that as well. Candy ribbon. Old, you're right, Brett. Old condoms. Lonely guy tears and uh, semen. Oh. <laughs> it's all firing out of those pipes right uh. in your mouth. Yep, there's no washing that off. Your psyche has been stained. Yuck. Yeah, I'd kill myself. There's some people who do that for a living. They go crawling around in those tubes. It's not enough money. Not enough money. Period. In the world. Uh, it's 803. There goes your Brady report, and it was gross. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. And the weather's clearing up, so it's not so bad. Game tonight. Uh, by the way, the game tonight, uh, we just, we, you know, we've, we've been telling you about uh, Veronica being out there. I just saw TMZ won't leave it alone. Breaking news. Brittany Griner dunks in first workout since release. Got video? Uh, again, no video. Imagine in 2022 how hard it is to get video of things. Bullshit. Like they wouldn't be all over her first workout with video, especially she grabbed the ball and dunked. And my suggestion was to roll her out at tonight's Monday night football game to get the obvious, you know, crowd pop and this big cheer and everything else. Uh, Scott uh, Haynes, our, our, our funniest listener, pointed out, no, you can't do that because Kyler Murray will think DeAndre Hopkins is wide open over and over and keep throwing her the ball. It's, like, <laughs> it's pretty true. When she walks out there, it looks a lot like DeAndre. Not anymore that she's got her shaved head though. But I thought it would be great. Roll her out tonight's game. Yeah. And they can talk about that phony dunk they've been raving about. Do, that do it happen. again um, when they roll her out, if they roll her out in the Suns Make game. her dunk? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Because you it would embarrass her when she slams the ball into the front of the rim like she does all the time. Uh, just Google search in her prime when ESPN's like, show us a dunk, Brittany. Unguarded, practice twice, missed it on TV. She can't do it. She grabbed a pair of Chuck's, Chuck Taylor sneakers and hit the court in San Antonio on Sunday <laughs> for her first hoop session nearly 10 months. <laughs> the workout was said to be light, though it clearly went well. Because she dunked. And they said her WNBA future is unclear. <laughs> Let me grab my crystal ball. I'll tell you what it is. Clear as a bell. Not interested. <laughs> That's your future in the WNBA, said America. She's Glad doing that right now. She's holding out because they're like, we need her in there. Yeah. She's going to get more cash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be the one that's like, you're not paying me enough. I'm glad you're home now. Shh. Shh. That's enough. Didn't dunk her first workout. She could barely dunk when she was in shape. She's been in a Russian jail for 10 months. That girl isn't grabbing that mini ball and dunking with it. They say she put a sweet finger roll in. Yeah, just say she second. worked out. She did. She got the ball together. She was working. She felt pretty good. It's a good workout. They make it dunks and first. Okay. If dunks are still impressive to you, that means your league stinks. You know who would impress me if they dunked? Caleb from Shriners. That's impressive. Otherwise, not so much. It's like eighth grade hoops. 
Then she touched the rim. <laughs> right. Did you touch the rim? Eighth grade boys' hoops, they're way above the <laughs> rim. Eighth grade girls' hoops, if she touched the rim, she's a monster. That white men can't jump is uh, not nearly as true as women can't jump. They're terrible at it. I watch WNBA basketball. It's atrocious. The jumping's the worst part. None of them have springs. She's 6'8". We brag about her dunking. If you can't dunk at 6'8", you're in a wheelchair. You could accidentally dunk at 6'8". For God's sakes, Muggsy Bogues was 5'3". He won the dunk contest. Stop bragging Spud about Webb. dunking. Spud Webb, sorry. Muggsy was 5'8". He did too. I think he could come close to him. Oh, Muggsy could dunk. Spud Webb dunked at 5'3". 5'3". No, Spud Mug- was... Or Muggsy was. Spud yeah. was 5'8". Muggsy was 5'3". Yeah. Either way. Leaps. We're not bragging about dunking anymore. That was cool in 1955. Brittany, welcome home. Shut up about basketball. You're still not very good at it. Your time in Russia didn't make you better at basketball. Oh, I could go on for days. And Will. <laughs> can't stop me. <laughs> I can't stop this moving train of hate towards that awful league subsidized by men. The least feminist thing ever. Ever. Anyway. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. I was out there Saturday morning at the uh, – uh, it was pretty awesome. I want to call it the all-black Saturday morning thing, but it's, oh, <laughs> that, that sounds worse. It's their, uh, the black-level fighters. The, uh, the folks have been there for a while. They're uh, top of the line, everything, and uh, tried to mix in with those folks. Boy, do they know what they're doing. And I t- uh, It was great. My, the best work – maybe it's a top-fiver. Best workouts I've ever had in my life. We did all sorts of great stuff up there. And all these people are so well-trained that uh, you're in and amongst uh, some elite uh, people. And I was blown away by, you know, the speed and uh, just the absolute accuracy of these. I got bruises all over myself from the work we did because I was, I'm a little clumsy. But uh, it was great fun. And I just loved every second of it. So uh, that's the type of stuff they offer as you graduate from level to level. And then a bag class after that that was just outrageous. You're going to get a workout you can't imagine. And as we creep towards, uh, you know, the new year and your body is not what it used to be, maybe in your 20s you were a monster and now you're in your late 30s and 40s and you're looking in the mirror going, Ugh, what happened to me? You want to get that back fast? This is the place to do it. They offer everything. As far as just getting in shape, man, oh, man, that's going to happen. Uh, so long as you're, uh, you know, diligent about it. What also happens is you get really smart. They give you uh, actual life lessons to walk around with. And be smarter. That thing that happened to me last Thursday with my dad, with that lunatic. I used everything I've learned from Tactical Black over the last few years, watching that guy's hands go in his pocket. Most people don't pay attention to that. You learn that. That is drilled into your brain. Anybody with a backpack is dangerous. No clue what's in it. No clue what's guarding uh, them. He had it on his front. No clue what's in there. I don't know if it's full of rocks and garbage and it's just hard to penetrate. You can't punch it. I don't know what it is. And that's the key. If you don't know, it ain't worth it. And uh, boy, oh boy, did I have that stuff. Everything I've been trained to do to get out of a situation that could have gotten hairy, I did, and we were out of it, and we were laughing. That's what they teach you. You'll get in great shape. You'll learn some life lessons you just cannot learn anywhere else. And you'll do it fairly easily and really quickly, and then you just start putting it to use. It's as simple as that. You get that two-month gift certificate right now for the holidays for you or someone you care about. Uh, stuff it in that stocking. It's 189 bucks for two months of training, which is outrageously great 
for what they have to offer. Check it out, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, Brady Entertainment. James Cameron's out talking about uh, Avatar 2. Not interested. You? It looks more cartoonish than the first one. It looks terrible. The, the, have you seen the commercials? If I yeah, I've see seen the commercials. It, they don't, it looks cheap. Yeah. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is, like the first one impressed me. This well, maybe this will sell you on it. Yeah. He had the writers, uh, the first day they showed up, they had to read 800 pages of single spaced notes on their first day. And then he told them, do your homework and then we'll talk. Well, they didn't just have to read Fern Gully because he just he stole uh, that. Had to take story. that Fern Gully sto- story and create a sequel underwater. Something you could call spiritual, or you could call subconscious, some kind of connection that you can't eventually really describe in words. And I said, if we do that again, um, then we'll be successful. If we don't, it'll fail. So well, I they think they've done it. The challenge. They're, they've got a built-in audience of people who are dying to see the new special effects. But if the commercials or the trailers or anything, to let you know, it, I thought it looked like Pixar. The story's going to hit your heart. Uh, it'll hit your mind. It'll hit your pocketbook. It'll hit your imagination and your pocketbook. How long is it? If it's over 2.30, I'm out. It's I think it's be. over two hours. I think it's another has to make two hour three-hour epic. No. I liked the first one quite a bit. It was good, but it was Fern Gully. I never same, watched the first one. It's the same I just movie. Didn't look, really look like it was interesting to me. It, it's the special thought, effects yeah, of the first I one were was, pretty remarkable. Yeah, yeah. This compared one, to now, uh, yeah, it still holds up. I, I think on TV it's not as good. I saw it on a huge IMAX screen. I'm it skeptical great. too, as far as uh, you know. Oh, there's all new creatures, and it's yeah. more eye candy than. So you're going to get the Jar Jar Binks coming in and all yes. that kind of stuff. It looks like Jar Jar Binks. That's the kind of quality I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm not – this is going to be a word of mouth one if I even try to see it. Dreamboat Jason Momoa is done with Aquaman after this last one comes out. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom comes out next December. But he's rolling on to another DC character. He's actually going to play a uh, a bad guy. That's good. It's there's a never ending roles for him in that. That did anyone see the Aquamans? How many have there been? No. Two? You've seen I've them. Seen one. Seen him. I don't know if I saw the second one or I don't think there... <laughs> he's been in a few movies as yeah. Aquaman. I don't know if there was Yeah, he has, but not uh, the only one yeah. standalone Aquaman. Garbage character. Taylor Swift will direct her first movie from a script she wrote herself. She's doing it with Searchlight Pictures, the studio behind Oscar-winning movies like The Shape of Water and Nomadland. Line up for that one. It'll be okay. Everything she does is okay. Johnny Knoxville's being sued. He's got a new prank show that's coming out, uh, Prank Patrol. They actually made a guy think he killed a little girl's pony. (laughs) And he was going wow. to be framed for cocaine possession. They went to his car. He claims he was traumatized by the whole ordeal. Yeah. At the end of it, Johnny Knoxville basically says, hey, it's a prank. Right. Here's a couple hundred bucks. It's candid camera with death and prison time. <laughs> the guy's name, uh, his last name was Khan. Um, here it is, Khalil Khan. He said he. Uh, <laughs> they let him know that the... Uh, the power to the machine had actually killed this little girl's pony. And then he looked outside and he saw 
that his car was being towed. And when he took out his phone to call the cops, one of the towing guys held a bag of white powder up saying it came out of his car. Oh, my God. That's too far. Yeah. And, I, again, this is the hype yeah, it's up the, the hype. show. We'll see if it's real. But You were talking about this um, this whole um, celebrities promoting crypto. Mm-hmm. Now there's a new lawsuit that accuses the creators behind the Bored Ape NFTs. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber. Jimmy Fallon. You got to be careful. Oh, those are the yeah. That's the uh, when you say that, that was the paintings of apes that look disinterested. Yeah, it was the Bored Ape Yacht Club NFTs originally. And I remember Jimmy Fallon went nuts about. Well, he does about everything, yeah. but he went yeah. nuts about these paintings saying you got to own these. You can get them for nothing, and in a year's time they're going to be worth like thirty grand. Yeah, and they had zero value. But they were every celebrity that talked about them told you, I, "I'm I have twenty of these. This is going to be this. I'm going to retire on this," and they're just. Our friend John Hoffman who works for Pixar draws the same type of apes all the time, or like animals. And I, I didn't know you'd get sued for it, but those guys were all in. And I remember Fallon went bananas, no pun intended, for these things. And uh, well, the one um, case against, uh, I think it was uh, Ethereum. Yeah, there were some celebrities pitching that, and they were in a lawsuit, and the uh, court threw it out. Yeah, it's tough. Because you like their, well, I mean, Rob Gronkowski got sued. I was doing the same endorsement for the uh, snow teeth whitening thing, and he got sued because some guys like just I don't, he just hated Rob Gronkowski, but Gronkowski yeah. wasn't using it, and they found out that he had not used the product and said this is why my teeth are white, and they went after him, and they went after him and the company, and you got to be careful with that stuff. Uh, congratulations to Kanye West. He was named anti-Semite of the year. <laughs> Gold match. By a watchdog group called Man. Stop Anti-Semitism. It, it had to be a, it had to be a tough, tough go for him. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, mean, I mean, he seems the, to, but who was in second is the question. That's who was what like, I was wondering. Who's, yeah, who's he battling who's with? The top four. It would have to be that, uh, Nico Costapopoulos guy or whatever that guy is that travels around or the other dude that's with Kanye all the time. That Nick, uh, forgot his name. You know, I'm not really up on my anti-Semites. I know the Kanye. <laughs> or it's the regulars every year. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's just a ten-time nominee, and you know those guys. He's the Susan Lucci. But Kanye that. came in and Hitler stole still, the show. Hitler's yeah. still in no, there. Like, you Hitler's, know, Hitler's a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, again, and uh, yeah, if you're an anti-Semite and you went in on that, you really have to step up your game. Get a couple Mel of rap Gibson. hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mel Gibson probably was nominated yeah. once. He's tempered his anti-Semitism, at least out loud. It's tough. It's a, t- it's a tough one. But when you say at one point in the year, I'm going to go uh, DEFCON 3 on the Jews in a tweet, you're in the running. Those folks, those watchdog groups, they tend to catch that. Alex Jones probably on that list. Just because they think he's after everybody. So, But Kanye, he's a clear-cut winner this year. That's a, that was a runaway. He might have been until he had that interview with Kanye, and they're like, "Well, I yeah. guess you know." <laughs> he's sort of, the, yeah, he's sort of the uh, Tyson Fury of hating <laughs> Jews this year. It's like he's pretty undisputed at this point. Uh, we're done. That's it. Larry's coming up next. Join Brett tonight at Twin Peaks at Twenty uh, First Street and Camelback for the Cardinals game, six to eight o'clock. Got all sorts of great stuff for you if you want to go watch the Cardinals and Patriots. Uh, oh, by the way, Bostonians not allowed in Twin Peaks tonight. No Sam Adams. None. <laughs>
All other beers available. No Boston lagers at all. Sorry, you guys have to go somewhere else. Uh, dirtier and cheaper, and that fits your ilk. But just uh, normal folk. No Bostonians. No jerseys. No Tom jersey. No Gronks. No ladies with black eyes or, uh, you know, the little Celtic tattoo on her on her boob that's down by her waistband. Yeah, stamp. <laughs> oh. If you've got Larry Bird scrawled in black ink somewhere on your arm, I don't want to see you it. You've got a duck boat on your arm. <laughs> right, duck boat! <laughs> Come on! Ugh, ugh, you're not allowed in. Brett will be at the door, velvet rope and all the Bostonians out. Freedom trail, man! Yeah, nope, nope. <laughs> Paul Revere can't get in tonight. No Bostonians. Uh, that's it. We're done. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Monday, and we'll see you right here in the Morning Sickness tomorrow. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. This segment brought to you by my friends over there at MMP Guns. Now, if you've ever wanted to have an AR-15, I'm telling you what, you need to get in on the AR-15 building class over at MMP Guns because not only are you going to learn how to build your AR-15 and maintain it and all that kind of fun stuff, when you're done with the class, you leave with it. All right, You walk out of the class with your own hand-built AR-15. Get that shooter in your life, the Christmas present they're going to love, or get yourself a Christmas present. Get in on the low introductory price before prices go up on January 1st. So go to MMPGuns.com or just go visit them over at 12th Street and Indian School inside of Mo Money Pond for full details. Uh-oh, I got something here, everybody. I got something. <laughs> Here comes Brady. Let's shoot across the room. I do that dance all the way sideways. Janet Jackson's coming to town. Oh, yeah. That sweet ass is going to be here June 7th. She's here. Ludacris is with her. Luda! Yeah. Hoes and different area codes. Miss Jackson is back. Just announced it. You can get tickets to Janet Jackson's show. Good stocking stuffer there. Tickets go on sale Friday at 11 o'clock, LiveNation.com. I will tell you this, that the reason I, I tell you that is because she possesses a certain power over me. I didn't realize until I was in the same room with her at her show in Vegas at the Park MGM. Holds about 3,500 people, maybe. And uh, I was in the front row in the corner, and I've never experienced uh, like uh, the celebrity power that overwhelms you. And she's walking side to side, stalking the stage, and comes over. I think it was during If. And she's looking right at me. I'm from Brady to me, five feet away, and she's bent over, singing this beautiful song. And I couldn't help myself. And I just went, Get out! <laughs> like five feet, right in her face. Lost my mind. Scared Yeah, oh, I was that guy. I was, the, I was the girls in the front row at the Beatles at Ed Sullivan. I, I didn't know what happened to me. I just shouted her name at the top of my lungs. And I wasn't for laugh or wasn't for like to be, it just happened. And I won't if I was your girl. Get it! I went nuts. She likes me. Did you see that? She looked right at me. Like I saw it, weirdo. She's looking at a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but different. It was different with me. It's Miss Jackson. Because I'm nasty. I'm nasty. <laughs> so nasty. 
She's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> she looked great, too. And then I was hoping and praying that that Janet uh, outburst was going to make it so I was the guy that she goes, I just want somebody in the crowd to come up and sit with me while I sing to you. Oh, that one about the – it was off that she same album, If French. Was on, which uh, she sang that real slow, sexy song. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Let me uh, that one. But it's about breaking up, I think. But it was uh, the, the video where everybody's in the uh, apartment rolling around on each other. And uh, they, she always has a chair. And That's I'd read the way love it. goes. That's the way love goes. That was it. Yeah. Oh. And then she ta- oh. she takes some crowd member up there and starts. I just want someone to come up right now. Like a moth. Kick you out of the crowd. And they're like, oh. And then she puts this chair there. And does a Janet Jackson lap dance on some crowd member. And I thought for sure that my display earlier was the one that she wanted, but she kept away from the weirdos. The <laughs> shocking. And put a controlled person up there. Oh, Janet's here. June 7th. Man, that came out in 93. Holy crap, it's 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Yeah. She's a global icon, you know. Says so on the page. Speaking of global icons, Brett's going to go out a little later today. We just looked online. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend is in Poland. The, they, w- there's no rainy day wake up next to Veronica for Cliff. He actually has to go to work this morning. I was saying that it's hard enough to get out of bed on days like this with the rain pitter-patting away at 5 in the morning outside your window, and that's about the time Cliff should probably be getting up to get uh, down there, last-minute adjustments, get everything straightened up for the game tonight. But if Veronica's laying next to him in a thong, ass up, it, there's no chance he's getting to work on time, but she's in Poland. So the, adjust your fan duel bets. The Cardinals actually have a chance tonight. Yeah, I wonder. Girlfriend left. I, I wonder if the uh, live uh, fan duel, if the bets if, if like change. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were 14-point underdogs, and now they're two-point favorites. <laughs> i got to look that up, actually. Yeah, because Veronica's in Poland. And if she left Friday, it gave Cliff just enough time to go, I got an extra day to plan. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Veronica was in town all week, and you know. They're like, we know, Coach. It's cool. We get it, too. Brady offered me the uh, idea that if, if, well, I guess it was Brett and Brady both, that if Veronica pooped on a plate uh, and said, I offer myself to you if you eat this poop on a plate or three meals from Guy Fieri's restaurant, and Guy Fieri gets to join me, which would you eat first? And I'm like, it's hands down poop on a plate. <laughs> Ass to table, Veronica Bialik poop on a plate, or garbage can nachos from Guy Fiati. I want to live. I'll eat the poop. Well, the Patriots are still favored, though. Yeah, well, they haven't gotten the news. We're, we're, the we're breaking the, yes. the real betting news this morning. Uh, but you can go watch the Cardinals probably win tonight now that she's gone because they got a focused coach for the first time all year. Uh, over at Twin Peaks on uh, 21st Street and Camelback, you're going to be there from 6 to 8 o'clock and grab the football. The Cardinals are uh, taking on the Patriots, as you know. Check out the Bud Light Foot Locker to win some exclusive Cardinals merch all season. Normally, Shan Man does these, yeah. but he's on the air when this starts, right. so he can't do it. So Brett's going to be out there making it even better. Bandanas, T-shirts, all sorts of KUPD stuff, including Muse tickets. Uh, Brett Vesley tonight. Brett's Red Sea. Go say hi to Bert. 21st and Camelback over there uh, in uh, by the Biltmore. Nice job, Brett. That's also, what time do you go there? Six o'clock? Six. Six o'clock. Six to eight o'clock. That's good. Get there about halftime, you'll know how this is going. Whether the trip to Poland, Veronica's on. God, it's got to be awesome to be a smoking hot person. I'll never know what it's like to be just someone who's so good looking that people pay for me to travel the world and take photos of myself. 
You've seen those photos, though. Oh, I get why. I'm yeah. just, I just don't. It's, it's foreign to me. It's like saying, "What does Mars smell like?" I'll never know. Just going back there to hang out with the family. Yeah, yeah, but you'll never know either. None of us in this room will ever know oh. what it's like, Brady. You're so damn handsome. We want you to stop doing anything that requires effort and just photograph yourself all over the place. We'll pay for it. It's. It's like giving me the gift of flight. I have no concept of what it is. I'll never know what it is. And she does. She lives that life. That is normal to Veronica. Every morning to wake up and go, people want me to go to Poland to take photos of myself. Yeah, that makes sense to me, too. It's crazy. Uh, it's time for What Would Brady Do? And we got a couple of gems in here today, Brady, to close the year out. The final What Would Brady Do of 2022. And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond. Over there on 12th Street in Indian School, they'll give you collateral loans, long or short term. Not a whole lot of dough there. If you want ten bucks, they got it. You want a hundred thousand dollars? They got that. You want more than that? They got that. Uh, it's pretty simple, and they've got everything you'd ever need for the holidays too. You want to drop off? You got that option. If you want to buy, they've got just about anything you'd ever want, right there at Mo Money Pond, Twelfth Street in Indian School. Ready, Brady? Ready. We'll start right here, dear Brady. If you could have anything for Christmas, what would you ask for? Uh, my wife just got a cash settlement of $22,000 and said, I want to spend it on you. I don't even know how to start. I'm into sports. I love football. I like sex. I, uh, I want to go to a crazy weekend party. I'm 33. I can still blow it out there, man. I want specifics of what you would do. Build me a party, Brady. Give me ideas. Trenton. Well, first of all, Trenton, I think... Uh your design of what you want to do at 33. going to be drastically different than you. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, What would you do if you had a party, like you had $22,000 that someone wants to waste on you? (laughs) I'm doing stuff, uh, a couple of things to the house. Yeah, are you going to do some house stuff? That's nice. Make the uh, outdoor uh, up that, my backyard, kind of finish that out. What do you got going on? What do you need? Um... I was thinking about building another side room, putting some French doors in the from the man cave out to the side yard. A little yard. addition, yeah. Okay, um, it's going to cost you a lot more than twenty-two. Eh, not that one. It's a it's a little overhang there. It'll be it would spend a chunk of it for sure. You if wanna, I would you do that, close but, your patio. Um, I also looked at a golf um, membership. Get a golf membership. That's a good one. Maybe joining the club or that, something like that. All right, that's solid. Um. Very 55-year-old white guy stuff. <laughs> Always up for uh, traveling yeah. somewhere. Take a trip. Where would you go? Yeah. But She's got to get it. You got two weeks. What do you tell her? I want a trip to... Where are you going? Build the party, man. And you're traveling in December? I don't know. know. You're just getting a trip. Well, you could get the trip for right. summertime. Yeah, she's even, putting it you know, in your yeah. stocking. You get. She's, she's got to buy this stuff. Otherwise, it's just going to hang around, and you're going to nickel and dime it down to like nothing. So she wants to yeah. blow you out at twenty two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I'd go over to Europe, all of it. You can see all of it real easy. Yeah. I'd fly into uh, Switzerland, go into Switzerland. Uh, Geneva, right? And then uh, that way you can. You're in France in less than an hour. Right. You're in Italy in about an hour and a half, and tour around that area. Okay, so you just you hub and but and yeah. you're being cheap because you would. St- is your sister still living there? She is. Yeah, so she's you would got go to there. stay there. Yeah, you get twenty two grand. I ain't staying with family. No, staying with family. Just, when I go there. I, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm using that. I mean, yeah. Uh, 
but I think that would be fun to do. Yeah, a trip to Europe is a good one. Yeah, I think that's not bad. But he did say he wanted to go party. Then I would go to Ibiza. Here you go. That's a good one, too. I like In that. In the summer. If you want a party and you like sports, get her to get you in on one of those giant Super Bowl parties up in Vegas and go nuts because they're fun. So you get a big – the Vegas Super Bowl parties, you can just call the MGM and say, I want to be in on your whatever exclusive party because they have great ones. And then you can uh, gamble and drink and if that's the party you're into. Yeah. Yeah, if well, you want to go travel some, and stuff, um, that's great. Well, probably – Probably be a couple of nice ones here. Eh. Or just get I tickets mean, to the game. I mean, parties. Well, the Bulls are, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not traveling. You're, you're still stuck Well, here. you could get tickets to the Super Bowl. you got to make up your Super mind Super Bowl, here. and there's a couple of uh, pretty out-of-hand uh, Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Like but if you want to finalize it. You got it. What are you asking? Like, 22 grand. Here's what I want in my – here's what I'm asking for. Here's my list. Make your Santa list. You're saying Europe. Trip and, yeah. Europe is the trip. All right. Yep. Spend $22,000 on me floating around Europe with you. All right. I like that. You'll never forget it. I had a friend who said he went to Dubai recently, and it was the best trip he's ever been on. He showed me pictures of that, and he goes, it was ama- It looked pretty amazing. I know it's Middle East and stuff, but they're catering to our needs. He said it was like Vegas on steroids. I'm like, really? And he goes, it's the cleanest place I've ever been. He loved it. So, yeah, look into a trip and then finalize one. I like that. A trip is good. I'd go on Instagram, find out where Veronica is going to be. Follow Veronica then, yeah, Bialik around for a week. She's in some nice places. That's not bad either. <laughs> Brett's got a good one. Stalk a supermodel That's for right. a week. That's right. She's letting you know where she is constantly. Just grab an Instagram model and then fly to her. There's some amazing wave parks over there in Europe, Brett. Yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. do some serious finger dance. That's what, that's, let's do it. <laughs> Treat yourself to the eighth grade party Brett would do. <laughs> I like Brett's idea of stalking a celebrity, though, for $22,000. Till the money ran dry. Where's Bialik? We're going over there. But that would be dangerous because you'd plan it, and then she'd float off somewhere else, and you'd just be chasing. But you'd be going all over the world. It would be like the amazing race. you just have to find and get a picture. But what a chase it would Veronica be. Veronica Bialik, yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> that picture you just posted, it's uh, <laughs> wherever that is. That's in Greece. Why don't we just hang out outside Cliff's house? I'm going to start riding my bike over there more. Uh, dear Brady, if you could build a band in heaven, uh, musicians who are dead as of today, who would be playing what, and what would the band be called? Jeez. Uh, Jason Bonham or Neil Peart on drums. Continue from there. Uh, or John Bonham, I'm sorry. John, John Bonham, Bonham, yeah. Oops, I wish Jason Bonham would have toured with Zeppelin uh, like Hawkins did. Maybe that. Maybe another drummer. But He says, start with Bonham or Peart on drums and build your band. Uh, that's a tough one, but I, I would probably, um, I'm going pert only because I think it would last longer. Right. You like me. Bonham was a keg. That's true. A powder keg. But in heaven, does it matter? He can't die. I guess it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm going pert. Okay. Goes Neil Pert. Guitar. Um, it's tough. Eddie Van Halen. That's a good one. Eddie's a solid answer. Bass. Um, John Paul Jones. John Paul I'm Jones is solid. I think that's the one I would head to. Singer. Oh, they don't have to be dead then, right? Yeah, they do. Well, John Paul Jones is still alive. I thought he was dead. No. Oh, well, he's and Twistle then. <laughs> John, John and Twistle. All right. He went to the who. Yeah, I thought John You're Paul Jones was dead. John Paul Jones was dead too. No. Anyway. He looks dead. <laughs> 
He um, has since yeah, he has 69. since a long time. So I thought he was dead even when he was playing live. And Singing? Singer, yeah. Cornell. Yeah, you've built a hell of a band, Brady. It's not that band. Excellent work. Brady's band in heaven is great. That's what Eddie Johnson said about the death of Paul Silas, former Suns coach and executive player. Uh, he passed away this weekend, and Eddie said, heaven sure is putting together a heck of a team. And I'm like, I don't think Jordan makes that team. He's not going to heaven. So I'll take Hell's team. Who? Because Paul Silas passed away. So, yeah. so Eddie Johnson made the claim that heaven's drafting people now and putting a team together. And I'm like, well, who won't make it? All of them. Uh, Barkley. Jordan, oh, Rodman. Jordan will buy his way in. It doesn't matter. Maybe. Yeah, he, he's got the cash. If it's heaven versus hell. Kobe. Hell's hell. <laughs> he crashed into that wall and went I mean, it was amazing how fast his body just sunk. He's in hell. Yeah, where's Bronny going to wind up, though? Bronny's I'm going to the other team. I'm Bronny's going to the other team, then. Wilt. Wilt's in hell. I mean, that hell basketball, when Eddie said that, I started putting hell's team together. I'm like, heaven can't draft a team. They got the Van Arsdales and, like, uh, Paul Silas and... I don't know, Neil Walk. I don't even know if Neil Walk's still alive. Nobody. Wes Unsel's still alive? <laughs> He's probably in heaven. I mean, heaven would assemble John a, Stockton, probably. Heaven would assemble a good team. But the, what they're building in hell right now, and your bench would be the Pistons, the <laughs> championship team. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take going Len to Bias. Hell. Magic. Think, oh, Len Bias is down in hell. And he never got to show <laughs> us what he could He might be in Hank Adams might be team. in heaven. Rodman. Rodman's going oh, to hell. Yeah. I mean, this is an, the hell team is going to be amazing. David Robinson, probably going to heaven. Tim Duncan, probably going to heaven. But we got Wilt, Bill Russell. Stockton I mean, will be in heaven. Stockton will be in heaven. Yeah. Although, he well, he hates the right people. So he'll be in heaven. You're Pistol right. Pete, he's on the heavens team. I don't know. Pistol Pete was a 70s madman. The glove. Jerry, he'll be in is hell. Is it uh, Jerry Lucas? Uh, Lucas? Lucas will be in hell. He had a hot temper. Hondo, Havlicek. I think Hondo did a lot of lines off of Lady Buttons. There's a lot of guys that are, it's a good it's a good battle, but I mean in a few years that hell team's going to be the 80s and 90s of basketball, not one of those. Danny guys. Ainge making it rain. Ainge. He's a Mormon, he's going to hell. They've been believing in the wrong thing their <laughs> whole life. Uh dear Brady, my husband's mother is horrible. Spent Thanksgiving with us. It was awful. I'm like, well, at least we got through it. Well, she called Saturday and on speakerphone said, I've got great news. We're coming for Christmas and we can stay 10 days. And when she says we, she means her and her horrible hounds. She's got two of those. My husband won't hear me when I say I can't stand it when she's there. He just says, it's my mom. So she's going to be here. What do I do? Should I call her and tell her I don't want her there? Just have it out with my gutless pussy husband. Toledo has more balls than this guy. Whoa. His name is Benjamin Stettel for on-air only use. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany S. My husband's a jerk. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. That sounds like a lasting relationship. Yeah, the, well, it's the yeah. mother-in-law problem that they show up. They think Sometimes that, you just don't see it. You think, my mom's great. Yeah. Yeah, your mom might not be that great. Tough combo to begin with. A lot of times the mother-in-laws and um, you have to, uh, one, if you can, split that 10-day up uh, with no. five days, at, put her up somewhere. Why or, do you got to pay for that? First off, she's... Well, no, suggest it. You yeah. don't pay for it. What if she right says off no? The bat. Then um, 
you know, say five days is what we can do. That works with our schedule because so we, you would not, we have something else going on. But you wouldn't I'm, tell I'm trying to, your wife doesn't want her there at all. So your solution is less days? You're still going to get it. It's compromising. COVID. That's not compromising. I got COVID. Compromise was Thanksgiving. COVID is the, there's the answer. We've got the COVID. Uh Uh-oh. That's an easy fix. Yeah, you're right. Anybody who says, guess what? I'm coming to town. Uh, Knowing probably over Thanksgiving that you guys were going to be at home and whatever, uh, and then invites themselves in, uh, is capable of being told, no, we're doing Christmas without guests. And if your wife doesn't want it, you had her for Thanksgiving, that's enough. You have to man up and say, Mom, sorry, got to spend this one. You can come out for a day, but you're not staying here. Come out for a couple of days. We'd love to have you. But I had to change it up because uh, when I was single, my parents would come out for two weeks at a time. Oh, it's crazy. And then I got married. Yeah, nobody wants They came wants out that. from the two weeks maybe once or twice, and then it got to the point where I knew, okay, that's a little long. It's going to be some Karate. fist fights. Yeah. Yeah. And for, you know, it's just, there's a lot of pressure when you have guests that long, and it, especially at your mother-in-law in-laws. and oh, father-in-law. Misery. Yeah, and you, so tell, they would you tell Benjamin Stetzel to uh, tell his mother, hey, uh, you can't, you can't, first off, you just can't assume uh, you are a guest here, and we can't have the dogs, and it's going to be crazy. Uh, That's a, uh, yeah, two dogs. Well, beyond that, it's just, my grandparents used to do it. We're coming out for a month. Where are you staying? Right, but they would – you know what the thing is they'd do? They'd sleep in their car. My grandpa would – he had no problem with that. They built a bed in the back of their truck and put two cots in it. My grandma was cool with it. They'd drive all the way over here and staying at KOAs and stuff like that. man. And they were pretty easy, but still. And my dad got along well enough with everybody. He didn't care. But it's an awful lot. I went by a KOA when I was in uh, the junction last week, you know, Mm -hmm. for Kirby's. Man – Thing Good is looking rocking. Right. Oh, yeah. It is packed. Not only is it packed, it's packed with the best people in the world. KOAs. Nothing but the best. Cream o the crop, the KOA draws. Yeah, you just got to tell her. You were here for Thanksgiving. We need time alone. I'm sorry. I can't take you in. And some, some boys have trouble talking to their moms that way. So you may be stuck. COVID. COVID is the, that is the way and to go. Stop calling your husband a pussy. He loves his mother. That's a nice thing. But Benjamin Stettel, you have to stand up to your mom sometimes, too. Your wife doesn't like her. What's his side of the story also? Yeah, I mean. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whether he's got a side or not, you can't just have people in your house for 10 days without saying, my wife is miserable. If you're looking, that she's going to be there the other 350 days of the year. So mom coming by for 10 might be all right to you, but you got to live with that for the rest of the year. She's going to kill you, and you sound kind of weak. Uh, dear Brady, and here's the other thing, uh, lady, is it sounds like uh, as a woman goes, if you start taking the mom role, you can push this cuck all over the place. <laughs> he sounds weak, and his mother has trained him to be a weakling. Dear Brady, you're going to like this one. You're going to love this one. My wife and I haven't been doing so great this year. Uh, the daughter is in college, and we're empty nesters. And since we've been empty nesters, it seems like we fight a lot more. There isn't a lot of chemistry or connection anymore. She's more annoyed with me than she is nice to me. Uh, It's not terrible, but it's certainly not 100. Well, we were talking about Christmas the other day, and she said, you know what I'd love is a mommy makeover. Boobs, a BBL, a little face work. 
Uh, it's, she said it would make her feel better about herself. Therefore, we would do better together. Now, I make enough money for this, humble brag, but I'm not sure I should pay for this in case we do end up not liking each other. What if it doesn't work? It's like $100,000 down the drain, so I rebuilt her for some other guy. Do I rebuild her and hope it's for me or tell her this is a bad idea? Taco. You tell her to pay for it. (laughs) You'll hear, once that last procedure's done, you're going to hear a ricochet sound effect. Go! (laughs) And then some other dude's going to be squeezing that brand new BBL and making puppet... uh, Mama's got a new lease on life! Making puppet mouth with her butt crack. (laughs) And you are a hundred grand down for some other guy to go slap that sweet new ass. Those big boobs and that beautiful new face. At the very least, maybe do it and say, uh, if this is for us, this is worth it. We'll get some paperwork that says, if in fact our marriage doesn't last two years after the surgery, I get my money back. And put put some of it on her. That's not much of a Christmas present, by the way. um, I would address your feelings right now. Oh, sure. First, and I think foremost. she is. If, she, though. if she's, I mean, if she's you, not seeing it, or you know, well, I mean, she, and maybe she feels it the same way that you. She clearly did. If he's saying in the letter, she's like, "I would feel better about me, and we'd do better if I was, you know, feeling all right about this." So he's going to put a butt and boobs and new lips and fix those eyes and get those crow's feet mastered back, get some new hair, get rid of that uh, turkey waddle, maybe suck out some of that gross fat. Next she'll be sure going to She'll be shopping at the Biltmore for the next twenty years. <laughs> it's going to cost you more. And than you're like, what did I just pass there? <laughs> Who stretched that chicken's face back? Are you seeing this? Yeah. But maybe it is just for you. Just get some assurance that this isn't for another dude. Or at the very least, if you get divorced, the boobs come out. I got to know the age. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, the kid's in college, so you're probably guessing around 40. Earliest. Expired. Earliest. 45, 50. Expired. <laughs> but she wants to Expired. rebuild it. She wants to a $6 million man the thing. Well, he should just get some new stuff then. <laughs> Under grand will get you a new in. one. Oh, hell yeah. Trade it in. So you say, grand. no Christmas for you. I'm buying a new one. That's nice, too. grand, you can get a Veronica. No, you can't. Not for a hundred. I don't know. She's much more. For a weekend. Immediately a guy goes, do not do this. She's yeah. just setting you up for a divorce. She wants to feel good about herself before she leaves your dumb ass. There's truth to that, too. She's got a point. The second she gets her build back, she's probably going to be like, I don't want to be with you. I look great. How do you look? Are you looking the part? Are you an attractive yeah. man? Or are you a, a schlub? And then if she makes herself pretty and she's got schlub on the couch, she's leaving. Hundred grand. Start juicing. By the way, if you're giving out hundred thousand dollar Christmas presents, you can do anything with anybody pretty much. You might get yourself a Veronica. That's what I'm saying. You could build one at least. Yeah. BYOV. <laughs> build your own Veronica. That's a tough one. You would not. It do is that. tough because uh, you know he could be telling her, "I still find you attractive." Right. She just doesn't hear. They it. don't care what we think of them. Yeah. At all. No, it's, Ooh, what the other broads it's, what, it's what the other broads think and what they think of themselves. We can't we could never convince them they're actually that they look good. It can't be done. 
I love your hair. I hate my hair. I love your clothes. I hate these clothes. All right. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Yeah, what do you good. want? Sex now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I like your girl voice. She sounds really hobo homeless male. <laughs> what do you want? Sex now, I suppose? Yes, Brittany. <laughs> Scooting Tog walking in the door. Suppose you want a piece of this tang, huh? <laughs> it's going to take more than a few kind words, dick. <laughs> what do you want? Sex now? <laughs> That's a solid girl voice, Brady. I think you're my favorite <laughs> girl voice. But you, what if, I mean, turn the table, put a little Pollyanna on it. You rebuild her, she looks great, and it's all for you. Now you're slapping around new cans. You got a butt in your hands. It never felt like that before. You don't think that's a thing? Brady's had a meeting. I, I think you're walking on. You're walking your pet unicorn after that. And yeah. that's a true. That's a good point. You're flying. You're flying to work on your brand new. They still have to jet. be. Again, it's. Yeah, it is in their mind. They have to be happy. Yeah. Maybe it makes her happy, but she's going to test that out on other people. Good luck to. Yeah, because what makes. The psychological side of it is, I look good now. I look good. Why am I wasting it on this fat pig? Yeah. That's what we would say. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, compare it to this way, that you get this procedure and all of a sudden now you have a 13-inch pipe. (laughs) And you're going to share it just with that one person. John, you're going to go all over the place. Oh, my God. That thing is going to be banging cars. (laughs) There wouldn't be a, a, a muffler right. in sight that hasn't felt. I think it'll equipment. fit in that. That's all it would be. I think I fit in that. I think I could squeeze it in there. I, you're right. That would. It's a terrible thought, but it's very true. If I got a 13-inch pipe, it would be on display <laughs> constantly. Yeah, Brady's right. I don't know how girls do it. You get new cans and a new butt. You're just going to share it with a husband? Ugh. Share. Yeah, go give that thing to other people. That's the way you should do it. You're right. Brady's right. Go get yourself a brand new double hog. <laughs> and start laying it on people's uh, lunch trays. Make Jonah Falcon cry. What are you enjoying there? Some lasagna? Let me just do it. There it is. Be like Nick the Dick from Bachelor yeah, exactly. Party. Just whip it on out. bun. There it is. Give it a tug. You're right. If there was a surgery to make it beautiful and huge, I wouldn't wear pants. I'd be in jail most of the time. Showing it off there, too. Guys, you don't want any piece of me. I'm the most dangerous man in here. So you'd bury Wood, you'd bury wood uh, it? I immediately call Vivid. I'm like, face it, nothing to write home about, but wait till you see my goods. <laughs> what are you guys looking for? Yeah, wait. And every guy would do that surgery, too. It wouldn't, be even, it wouldn't even be unusual if they had a good one. I don't trust it. Otherwise, it'd be all over that thing. And you know men. Five years of that surgery being perfected, someone would have like a three-footer. We'd never know when to quit. We'd look like a Zeppelin coming at you. Uh, by the way, somebody said, uh, something's wrong with Chunks. I'm not understanding this guy at all. He's never once gotten on the target in a rock wars. Not once, ever. But somehow he just built the greatest rock band of all time. <laughs> Is he just trolling us? I don't understand. Taylor's right. You did build a hell of a band there. Do you build your wife a Christmas body? I say do it. No. I say do it. Brady says no. You say no. I say, I no. say, I say do it. Because on the I'd off say, chance I'd it's for it you. In, um, I would do it in stages. <laughs> and let you know, let you try get a little yeah. taste of it, see how you're handling it. 
Because you put it all on there. Rebuilding. It's like throwing lottery money at that person. That's true. She's going to spend it all in one spot. Yeah. You just turn that person into a pro athlete. And by the time you finish this, she's going to have a chicken neck. You don't know that. Could be a good surgeon. Get a good surgeon. Nah. You not necessarily. That's why I was asking age. Expired. You know? Yeah. He says they're done. Don't yeah. even try. Nah, done. This this building needs to be boarded up. Yeah. So treat it. <laughs> You got a hundred. like the dunes keep, and yeah. put the Bellagio up. Yeah, it's almost like. <laughs> I think you can. I mean, there, I, I think you could start with some cans. Brady wants to just give it a coat of paint, do a little DIY yeah. work on her, and see what we can do. Throw a couple of. Cans. You get visitation when she leaves you, though. That's a thing. You get you get a monthly motorboat, or I mean, how's that go? Try to hold that contract. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> and then you're spending money in court trying to get her to pull them out, you want, and it's another hundred grand just yeah, to get those. See? <laughs> To get her orders from start. This is a bad idea. Get some Christmas cans. <laughs> I say get the Christmas butt. Because she's probably got a little oh, extra God. weight on her, so Do that'll balance down? her out. Oh, the butt pretty thing's good? pretty good. Yeah, most people you see online have one. There's no, there's not a lot of natural butts out there anymore. It's the BBLs online that you're seeing that we all like. Those are not real. Yeah, but then you can wind up that. Big bubble. Chloe yeah, Kardashian. Yeah. I, I, I don't like the... Uh, if she goes yeah. crazy. But there's a... Most most white women that have butts that are decent have that. And they look great. The surgery is good. What's all a booty these, job, Ron? A boob? A booty job. Oh, geez, I don't know. I don't More than the cans, right? I looked into having my face incredibly stretched out. And it was $23,000. Oh. Like, that's insane <laughs> to fix my face. But I wanted to do joke stuff. I wanted to go way too far. And I called a couple people and I was like, I want a nose job. I want a high cheekbones. I want a facelift. I want chin implant. I want cheekbones. I want my eyes to be so open they don't close. All right. Uh, 23000 And that was a reasonable one. A couple of them were over 50 Average cost of buttocks and an augmentation with fat grafting starts at about 4800 bucks. The average cost of butt implants is about 5200 Forty eight hundred dollars. Yep. That's not right. That's what what it says. Anesthesia is forty eight hundred dollars. Well, well, I think that's just for the, you meeting that. Yeah, doctor exactly. What days in is this person shoving garbage? Hey, into I don't know. Change? I'm just looking at what this thing says. <laughs> you jump paper, on me about a it. Paper mache ass. <laughs> well, where did you go, you guys? No, uh, here we go. Right. No, it, it inclu- costs may include uh, surgeon fees, hospital, surgical facilities. Oh, so that's yeah. just the cost of the the material. I believe so. If they suck the fat out and put it in. That doesn't count hiring a doctor, getting anesthetized, booking the room. It's it's a lot more than $4,800 or every girl would have an ass that's knocking over glasses on tables. There How much be, are cans? There wouldn't be a fastback out there. Cans oh, minimum are ten grand. Minimum. Hmm. Unless you're getting days in cans. Oh, okay. You With know, the scars you're, you're and everything yeah, else. Dr. The... Abolita is uh... a... <laughs> Hola. I'm Dr. Abuelita. Would you like some tamales? I don't think you should eat and do surgery, but okay. Most health insurance does not cover the yeah. enhancement. Three grand oh, just your fast back. It should. Yeah, you get the yeah, three. Yeah, there's the phrase that pays. <laughs> Across the border, you get the dot dot dot. We're done. Yeah, it's not cheap. So oh, they only last ten years too. It looks like boobs. That's no, what they tell no, you. No, the butts. Oh, they fade. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, but a natural butt doesn't even last that no. long. The BBL. 10 years. Basically what they're saying is uh, from 25 to 37, that's when you've got a nice ass. Then you start working on it. All Can butts last 10 years. pop. 
Well, those are the implants. You're talking about the ones where they actually jam. The, the new oh, surgery. It said the average was 9,600 on where? butt implants. Yeah. Which one was One it? down further. The BBLs are the sure. ones where they suck fat out of your body and then jam it into your butt cheeks. That's better. Don't get the implant things. That's that's like having average cost ninety six hundred, but can range from forty three to fifteen k. That's the implants. Veronica's that's got the fifteen k package. Yeah. The the BBL thing they're doing. I watched it on TV. They suck it out of their stomach and thighs and then shoot it in and then form it. Yeah, that's the that's what we're seeing. The, the, like Veronica doesn't have a implants. She's is that what those guys do on that uh, yeah, where get, surgery where she show? Get the fat from? She's not a That's pig. That's why her waist is like 17 inches. They'll oh, really? steal it from anything. So some of, these, some of these slobs out there really can get a big-ass oh, Kardashian ass. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Chloe's ass got so big. She had so much to work with. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So we all – I kind of say you should do it. You guys say you shouldn't. Right. What would Brady do? Don't pay for her Christmas boobs and butts and lips. I'd stage it. Stage it. Put her in scaffolding like they did the, uh, the Statue of Liberty there for like 10 years. Watch that gig. There you go. That's a tough one. A lot of guys are emailing in going, don't do it, man. They all think she's leaving you. You're just building a better her for some other guy. I don't necessarily believe that. But it is a possibility. Be careful. Wow. Very strong. And and if it's that one thing that does that that makes your relationship better, I don't know if that would. Eh, A girl's confidence is so much better for your relationship than not. Oh, it does. But I don't know if that is. it's a lot of money to make your wife happy. And basically what you're saying is, I can't make you happy without giving you hundred grand to make yourself better. Like, I, what, yeah, what do what's I, that what, saying? What do I provide? If you're not right. happy and I'm standing here like, I need a better ass. I can't be happy with you without a better ass. It's like, well, that's on me. You don't like me that Well, much. you shouldn't have hooked up with a fastback. <laughs> that's on you, pal. That's true, too. So many layers to this. The nuance of her ass is ridiculous. Anyway, good luck. Merry Christmas, everybody. That was a good final What Would Brady Do? And I think the end of it is you're all getting divorced. It's 98KUPD. Wow. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.